Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. It is September 13th. Yeah. Uh, two days after September 11th. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's uh. Didn't you say on Twitter that's the day where if George W. Bush sees his shadow, we're in for No, I said <laughs> that on uh, Chris. On uh, you have to leave cookies out for George. Oh, w. that's right. On 9/11 Eve. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. It's if Condoleezza Rice sees her shadow that oh. we're in for six me- six more weeks of infrastructure. I think is well. No, we're in for uh, six more weeks until we get attacked again. Remember, yeah. she was presented with like, she yeah, was yeah, really presented with like Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States. Yeah, in the summer of uh, of twenty. Literally, two CIA operatives had a puppet show that demonstrated the whole plot like weeks before it happened, and then she said, "Like, well, no one could have foreseen this happening." Oh, a puppet show! I thought that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh what's your favorite 9-11 conspiracy, Joseph? Oh geez, there's so many. Um I, the, Yeah, uh geez, I don't know what what I, I only know a few. Um I know that uh the controlled demolition of like Tower Seven is a pretty good one. Um and uh yeah. But um, it's it's weird how I always like, love that one. Like, hurry, this is a perfect opportunity to blow this up. <laughs> you just, like, now that the buildings are on fire, let's let's tear this one down real quick. It just a lot of them just made no sense, you know. Like, uh, I I like a good conspiracy theory, um, but uh, a lot of those made no sense. I think the um, problem I I really fell down nine eleven rabbit hole like back in like. 2005 or whatever like yeah the, yeah i watched like the loose change documentary uh, documentary quotes uh-huh. um and um i think like the reality is is that it gives cover to the fact that the bush administration just was this criminally incompetent yeah just horrible people who really could give a fuck about anything and were just so incompetent and we're just there to like you know, rape the 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 surplus, um, drain you know lower taxes. You know, and I think some operations going in other countries. You know, set up some coups or whatever. And yeah, I think the problem with the nine eleven conspiracy, not the problem, but the the weird thing about them is that if you were going to have a conspiracy. The Bush administration gathered like the perfect cast to do it. So oh, yeah. if you look at like you got Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and like yep. Frank Luntz in the periphery and Carl Rove and all those like weird spin people, bunch and of neocon guys, like yeah. If you're good, that that made it really that gave any thinking person pause and a new project of a new American century that they wrote. Yeah. A you wonder like well maybe maybe there is something here maybe maybe there is something because like 
that is a rogues gallery of bad faith actors. Uh, so well, that's why I said I feel like the conspiracies that have kind of hijacked the like it's almost like the 9-11 conspiracies from back in the day that I believed in were not really like oh a hologram hit the building. Right, or, right. Whereas the a lot of InfoWars people, the Jews did it. Yeah, you know? right. Uh it's more just like you know, they wanted to get the country in war. They want they they wanted to invade certain countries in the Middle mm-hmm. East. They had tensions of going after Iraq, Afghanistan, Iran. They had all these countries mapped out. They want to control the oil fields. This is all stuff they really want to do. And 9-11 gave them that opportunity, except they bumped yeah. it by putting us in a never-ending war in Iraq and weakening our like ability to like do anything. By draining all our resources and killing all our soldiers and like all like that's the thing about and I always make this argument about a 9-11 conspiracy versus a Sandy Hook conspiracy is, is that people who believe Sandy Hook is an inside job, it makes no sense because, well, one, besides the fact that you're a monster, (laughs) right, besides that point, what was the net benefit of it being a conspiracy? What came out of Sandy Hook yeah. that has weakened your gun rights? That yeah, if, taken... if anything, yeah, it was it was the opposite, you know. Um, but you look at 9-11 conspiracy and you see the net gain for all the people that would be involved with the conspiracy. Right. They invaded the countries they, that had nothing to do with 9-11. They were able to use propaganda. They were able to weaponize the media they were able to uh seize power and gain another term because of it they were able to get endless government contracts to Halliburton and other companies like there's a net gain for the conspirators that's oh yeah 9-11 conspiracy is not as crazy as like the Sandy Hook movement makes no sense because there's there what because maybe a couple more people are against guns. Who cares? It doesn't matter because we still, any asshole, go get a gun. Most states in the country, it doesn't yeah, make a difference. Sure. And there's been thousands of shootings in Sandy Hook, and it still hasn't made a fucking difference. Yeah. It makes no, it, it, it's just a disgusting perversion. And honestly, I think the 9 11 conspiracies now are a disgusting perversion because yeah. it hides like the, the actual malcontent of the W. Bush administration. Right. The, I mean, the, the real thing is that 9-11, the most plausible explanation for 9-11 is exactly what we the official story is. That's the most plausible explanation. Um, I mean, if there's any conspiracies that are true about it, my guess is that maybe Condoleezza Rice really did know about it and then lied about it and shredded. I mean, but like if she knew about it, they all knew about it. But I mean, like, there's look, there's a difference between knowing about something and knowing about something. Like, if you get handed 800 pages of documents every morning and you didn't read one, I that makes sense to me. I get that you can't sift through it. They all, they all knew about it. They, I mean, like I said, you know, some idiot would be like, Oh, what are you saying? That they knocked down the towers themselves? Not, they didn't say that at all. Right. Say that the Bush administration hired a bunch of people to take over. Play- no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there is just criminal incompetence, and maybe uh, 
uh, potentially uh, like purposeful negligence on that part. Yeah. You know, yeah, honestly, like that, that Bush is... was go- was a lame duck president right out the gate because yeah. he was viewed <laughs> unpopularly unpopular. He lost the election, but the Supreme Court gave it to him. Right. And he, it was the first time ever something like this really happened. And the American public was like most a, a good amount of them were like, what the fuck? And yeah. I think he was a lame duck president up until 9-11. Like, I think he would have just been a one-term president, just like his dad. Yeah. 9-11 happened, and it gave him some juice. To... So, honestly, we are, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> 9-11 was two days ago. Move on. Right. Well, you know what? You're right. We are living in a post-9-11 world. Remember you hear yes. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ari Fleischer said that, like, uh what did Glenn Beck even always say that? Remember that day of 9 11 when we were so united? And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about united? Like, you mean like scared of a fucking and <laughs> a bunch of Americans yeah. with their knee slap racist reaction like, attacked like any brown person they could find that day? Like, yeah. Fuck you it was it was not the paradise some make it out to be. It was <laughs> it was like the most like I was in New York at the time, and it was the most, like, just anxiety-filled, like, I would go across bridges in my car for, like, the next couple of years and just thinking that a plane was going to hit the yeah. bridge when I would be driving. Like, who? I remember after 9-11, there was a plane crash in Rockaway Beach. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, literally, like, two, not even two months after 9-11. And my grandma lived in Rockaway, so I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I didn't think it was, like terrorist attack is like i remember that it was um (laughs) i think it was a a plane de-iced too often it sat on the runway kept de-icing and the um the wings got too heavy or something the de-icer caused i remember that incident and it it did initially everyone was thinking is this terrorism but of course i mean you just had a yeah planes great so uh well four planes technically if you you know the... right i don't know it's one of those weird things it happens every year obviously because 9 11 is a day and it's how it works on the calendar and uh the only day there is a fact though there is a day that's not in every year hmm. oh yeah february 29th i was gonna say uh, uh april Fourth, but no, oh. <laughs> <Make> a <laughs> random day. <laughs> You're not here this year. <laughs> Go away, April fourth. Yeah, February 29th, Yeah, I think we have one next year. I believe. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. on the president uh, election year. It, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. they set it up that way. Uh, I just it. worked out. They're just <laughs> yeah. There's no planning. Everyone's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> They're just like dump, gumping their ways through life. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, I don't think it was going to land on a leap year. No, we're going to talk oh. about uh, Tommy Tuberville later. So uh, we're going <laughs> to Tommy Tuber Potatoville later. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of what, what are we going to talk about, Joseph? We're not just we... going to talk about crazy 9 11 conspiracy. We have a long list, but uh, there are a lot of them are kind of interrelated. We, we're going to talk about uh, the latest episode of Ahsoka, um, which I finally trained my spell check program to recognize. I had to manually insert uh, it. Ahsoka. My... 
Well, because Ashoka, I used to write about Ashoka. He was a Indian leader, like back in the 800s. And he was a real <laughs> famous one. And, and that's like a real word, Ashoka. Uh, and I've finally gotten to the point where I both say and type Ahsoka. So we're going to talk about Ahsoka. And then we're going to talk about uh, the Republican impeachment drive and how uh, Senator Fetterman laughed at it, which was really funny. Yeah, that was very funny. Yep, we're going to be talking about um, Lauren Boebert getting kicked out of a, a theater. Um, yeah, see, she went to go see Beetlejuice live in Denver at a at the theater, and she got kicked out. We'll talk about that. That's really funny. Yep, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Republican primaries. Uh, a couple candidates, but um, uh, Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott. I didn't put it on the on the list, but um, uh, 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 Mike Pence had a good one liner uh, at a coffee shop lately that was pretty funny. We talk about uh, Putin, so Vladimir, human, so human, so, so human, lifelike. So human Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, like in that group, he probably is the most. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, and then um, we're talking about uh, Vladimir Putin saying uh, that Trump is not being treated fairly. Yes. Um, the guy who throws uh, his political opponents out windows or poisons them. Yes. Or lights them on fire or whatever yeah. he does. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about Elon Musk and his kind of uh, support for, for Russia. I mean, I guess there's really not like any other true way to say it. Um, we're talking about uh, Tommy Tuberville. Um. Uh, real, that's a real name or a real person who's a senator of Alabama. You couldn't make that up, like if you tried. I always think. Remember Lazy Town, the show Lazy yeah. Town. Mm -hmm. I always think that like Tuberville is like the town next to Lazy Town. That's it's, like filled with even Roddy Rotten's like exactly. Oh, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Stingy's like those mouth breathers over in Tuberville. Yeah, <laughs> Single digit IQ people <laughs> at Tuberville. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Shelbyville to Lazy Town. What's uh um, what's the leader, the hero of Lazy Town? What was his uh, name? Sporticus. Sporticus was even like, there's no helping them. <laughs> even I, Sporticus, cannot do nothing <laughs> Tuberville. I went over there to try to get them to eat a carrot and they wedged it in their ear. And they wedged it. <laughs> 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 and they <laughs> um uh, then we're gonna talk about jd vance uh and his vow to... i'm excited to go to the trump rally at super <laughs> Trump. And, uh, yeah right speaking of dumbasses too jd vance yeah <laughs> yeah um and his uh pro-covid stances <laughs> uh we're also going to be talking about fox news getting sued again um which is pretty funny uh, I think they're going to get sued repeatedly over the course of the next few years, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to finish with two oddball stories. One is a story about Aaron Rodgers, who forced plays into his first game with the New York Jets, got injured, um, got a season-ending injury, and there's like a weird bet. at a, a, a uh, Yeah, we'll save for that. Yep. It literally just ruins the entire – yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to talk about um, – uh, some lady that thinks eyeglasses are a government conspiracy. Well, she, yeah, she wants you to like learn that you could get better vision if you just feel more about it. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, well, we'll talk about that at the end because I, I found out her her shtick. Um, the, the, person, the person who tweeted about it, who dug 
dug down and found out like her whole little game plan. It's kind of interesting. It's just another grifter. It is. It's it's a grifter. And I'm assuming it's like QAnon shit or no. It's she's selling like essential oils. She thinks that if you essential oils was the gateway to QAnon. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, A lot of women that like got into QAnon were first in like essential oil groups. Yeah, that makes sense. It was like the gateway. That and uh, another gateway to QAnon is um, lead paint. (laughs) Yeah, paint chips. Uh, Being a fucking idiot is another (laughs) one. Uh, Living in Tuberville. Living in Tuberville. uh, Yeah. (laughs) toxic waste dump does tuberville uh no what's it called that type of workout that marshall green crossfit oh yeah i see that yeah there was like a crossfit gym not far from where well where you live where i used to live yeah yeah place is like a hotbed of QAnon people there i believe it i yeah i i know um i think you're right i think crossfit kind of is itself kind of a radicalism and um i'm not saying all all CrossFit people are radicals, but like, man, there's a lot of radicals that are into CrossFit. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's just like any, you know, when you're trying to sell like some bullshit lifestyle thing, you know, it, there's always some other bullshit attached to it. That's just how it works. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, all right, all right. So anyway, uh, Ahsoka, we we saw episode well, five. Before we get into Ahsoka, I want to talk about the writer strike. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So a couple of shows are now coming back and they're basically crossing the picket line. Um, they're not going to have written elements or whatever. Now, I remember during the writing strike in 2008, all the talk shows came on and they couldn't like, literally Conan Bryan would be just spinning a quarter for like two minutes. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. like he, cause he, you know, he couldn't, couldn't have a monologue. I remember Jay Leno got in trouble because he was writing, he started writing like his own jokes. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you didn't want any of the writers for it. You know, and he right. got, they're like, dude, you're going to get like fined. Like you are literally. Um, so, but with this, I feel like this, this strike is a bigger deal uh, for a lot of reasons, but Drew Barrymore came back. Her show is coming back. And the yep. funny thing is she never really, like, some of these shows, it's not like they were taken off because of the writer's strike. It's just, like, their season kind of just yeah, ended. Yeah, they happened to not be on, yeah. So it just worked out. So, yes. Now, I heard the fucked up thing was, because she was supposedly all for the strike until someone probably told her, like, uh, you do realize you run a show and you have, like, writers on it. And Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, like there was like this meme they show her and she's like so childlike yeah like i think in her 50s uh or maybe she's like around my age which is not far from 50 but uh it's just really funny there's like her being amazed at things but yeah (laughs) giving her so much shit i guess the fucked up thing was there were people sitting in the audience that had sag afro buttons or something on and mm. she, I don't know if she had them, but they kicked them out of the fucking, oh wow out of, uh, out of the seats and got them out of the audience. That uh, honestly, that makes sense. I'll bet you there's a lot of out of currently out of work writers and stuff in that area that have a lot of free time, and that's not a bad way to spend your day. Is go, you know, make your presence known at these scab uh, events. So Bill Maher is coming back too. 
Yeah. Um, and his show relies a lot on writers, all the segments. Uh, unbelievably, his yes. Monologue, his real, his uh, new rules. He has like a middle section too. The, and it's so funny. It's like, I haven't watched him in years because he's just gone so far to the right. Mm-hmm. I see some people call him like a liberal. Like, oh, he's still liberal. I'm like, uh, you know, I just think that word gets thrown around wrong. I don't think people, like there's people who like make like liberals out to be like they're conservative. I'm like, yeah. No, see, this is why you lose people. This is why you can't get people on your side. Because you're really confusing the fuck out of people. Like, I always thought the liberals were on the left or progressive. Yeah. Well, like, I, th- go ahead, I know go there's like in the, like George Bush, that, that always used to confuse a lot of people, I think, because like Bush and Rumsfeld and Cheney, they believed in liberal democracy. You know, but that's li- not... That's a different thing. Yeah. Ideology of just being like, well, I'm a conservative and I'm a liberal. Yeah. I see a lot of leftists like well, like distorted too, and making out like that liberal is this is basically no different than a conservative. And I'm like, mm, they're very different. Yeah, they're very different. I'm sorry. They're just very different. And as as the right wing gets more and more extreme, being a liberal, it's just it gets more diametrically opposed. And I think like you are doing a disservice if you are basically attacking anyone that might identify themselves as a liberal because you're you're basically like I don't know it's weird it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense but I think Bill Maher is not a liberal I think he's a fucking right wing chud these days like he he you know we we talked down the other day when uh, I don't know it was a couple episodes ago we talked about when he was interviewing Jim Gaffigan he was talking about the strike and yeah did, yeah the side of the bosses and he started making you know he's like trying to diminish what's going on and he's like it's not like you're the people who are lettuce pickers and you're caesar chavez and it's like bill shut the fuck up like you i i love it like this guy who lives in like this huge mansion has like so fucking rich like literally rents people like Yeah, you really understand the co- common cause of the lettuce pickers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying, you know, it's this whole class division thing they want to do. It's all about division. So he put out a statement, and again, he's like, real time is coming back. Unfortunately, Sands writers are writing. It has been five months, and it's time to bring people back to work. The writers have important issues that I sympathize with, and I hope they're addressed to their satisfaction, but they are not the only people with issues, problems, and concerns. Despite some assistance from me, much of the stuff is struggling mightily. We all were hopeful this would come to an end after Labor Day. But that day is come and gone, and there still seems to be nothing happening. I love my writers, and I'm one of them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm one of them, but I also don't give a fuck about you. Oh, he didn't write that. But I'm yeah. not prepared to lose an entire year and see so many below-the-line people suffer so much. I'll honestly yeah. strike by not doing a monologue, desk piece, new rules, or editorial. The written pieces that I am so proud of, real time, blah, blah. And I'll say it up front to the audience. The show I'll be doing without my writers will not be as good as our normal show. Full stop. <laughs> it's just going to be me farting on the camera. <laughs> just going to be me sitting out on a, on a chair with a cigar complaining about. Yeah. Uh, and how they're just so PC these days. Uh, okay. So, whatever. I mean, I like though if you if you listen to all his bullshit, he is dividing. He's throwing division in there because yeah. he's like trying to say like, oh, these writers they're so uh, privileged, and there's these lower class people that work for me, and and they really need, you know what I mean. It's like this like 
he's throwing in a monkey. Yeah. Really I think it's busting. For me, it's real easy. Either honor the line or you cross the line. And he's crossed the line, and that's that's, that's it. Yeah, he's a scab. I mean, that's just call it what it is. I mean, like you can kind of weasel word your way through a statement and whatever, but like you've broken the line. You've crossed the line. But he's also yeah. belittling and uh diminutive of yeah. what they're doing. And he's trying to be like, oh, these overprivileged brats who just write these dumb jokes that I say. Uh, there's these hardworking people on the staff that I also treat like shit that need to get yeah, back. Right? You know, like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Like, Well, then you can find other things for them to do. Do tours of the set or whatever. I mean, you can still I, keep your operation going without putting on a show. Um, it, you can't well, do that forever. I think the but... reality is that He's being told what to do by the heads. Yeah. And like I said, this happened back in 2008 when all the shows came back and like Conan was just spinning a quarter for like two minutes and they weren't yeah. doing anything. It was like, it was a very strange uh, time. And now that, the, but the actors weren't on strike back then. So you couldn't, even, so now you, if you even do these shows, I don't know, I guess if you have an actor on, they can't promote anything that they're putting right. out. They can't promote in any movies. They can't promote any shows. So it's a, it's going to be a lot of like uh, jujitsu, I guess, or whatever mental <laughs> jujitsu of how the if there's any celebrities on and they're trying to like promote, they're going to be really careful with their words. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. But I just think what Mars doing is clearly just like it's meant to just. Uh, you know belittle the strikers now the thing is i, I don't think people realize it's like okay so a story came out and said that wb david zaslav whatever lost a half a billion dollars already because of not basic, right. basically not producing anything for like five months now nothing's being made uh well it, some stuff was in production but then the right actor strike happened like i think the people who were making deadpool were like <laughs> We were half done with the movie. I think the joke Tim Burton put out things basically saying, like, I literally had to shoot like three scenes for Beetlejuice, too. We'll get to Beetlejuice later. That's a mm -hmm. But uh, it's the reality is, it's like, well, why would these people are that are they that dumb? They because they said that if WB met all the demands of the actors and writers, whatever, it would have cost them like $70 million. Yeah. Instead, they're losing already potentially a half a billion, and if not more, because they will be without product for like they're going to be juggling and putting out some weak ass shit stuff yep. that was sitting on the shelf uh, that they weren't confident about, and they're just going to be like, so what? What's the deal? Are they that arrogant? Are they that stupid? And I think the reality is, is that. This strike is not just about residuals and like you know better pay or better sick pay. It really does come down to AI. It really I think that's come it. down to that scanning thing, like that. That's what makes this worth fighting for both sides. The writers and the actors and everything, like well, the and fact the, that we're already seeing it where like the AV club supposedly has resorted to like using AI written things. If that's true, then people have nothing to worry about because the AV club used to be such a great website and now it's like 
hot garbage. It, the, there's factual errors in the articles. Sometimes sentences just stop midway through. It's like a shithole. And AV Club used to be one of the first websites I'd visit every morning. Um, and it's yeah. a dumpster fire now. And I think you're right. I'll bet you they do use AI. A lot of places are using it. A lot of, like, you don't even realize it. And they want to do that with scripts. They want to do that with uh, extras and movies. They want to do that with movies in general. And I think they're looking at, you know, like, oh, you're not seeing the bigger picture. But it's like, dude, okay, let's say you do all this. And AI and everything like that. How are people going to have money to see your fucking movie? Yeah. Because we were talking about this before. Um, I saw some article. Here's an example. McDonald's announced they're getting rid of the self-serve machine. At so there's, uh, you can go get a refill of your soda. You back in the day they would give you the soda at McDonald's. Most of the McDonald's now they have mm-hmm. machines. You can go fill it up. Get another drink if you want. Whatever. They're supposedly getting rid of those because they don't want to maintain them, and that means that there's less maintenance has to be done in the uh, eating area. That means yeah. they hire less employees. That's really what it comes down to. It's like yeah. if you don't have somebody who has to deal with that, then you don't need an employee. And it's like they're just finding ways to like cut jobs constantly. And it's like, how does society then like if companies are constantly becoming more efficient at finding ways to remove jobs? Like you go to a store and you go to the checkout line and you realize like there's just two registers and the other 10 are self-serve checkouts. Well, that's less jobs. I know yeah. they have somebody that checks, but you just have one person that has to check a bunch of receipts. I mean, the only logical conclusion to any of this is some sort of universal basic income. You but know? that's not going to happen in this country. Not, not in our lifetime. But... Times soon. We had the closest thing. The closest thing happened. Uh, it was um, COVID. With, had child poverty in half, and they ended up killing it. And it was all thanks to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. Yeah, they, they helped, and all the Republicans. Let's make that clear: every Republican voted against it, and then Manchin did it in, and so did Kristen Cinema. But so I, that's not a solution in this country. Like they well, keep talking about jobs and stuff, but it's like then you see all these companies like finding ways. of like, well, we basically cut our staff in half because we're more efficient now. I Same. saw something on Twitter, Instagram. I saw it was someplace. I saw some guy said, um, basically, when he was a kid in the 70s or 80s, that he did not envision a world in which, like, humans cobbled together four gig economy jobs so that machines could sit around and create art. You know, it was supposed to be the other way around. It yeah. was supposed to be that machines would be doing all this manual bullshit labor and humans could just sit around and create art you know but we, we've gotten it's the reverse you but know they have, and that joke is the machines are not even making art no but they're like approximating it you know yeah. they're, they're synthesizing i got what previous he's art. i'm yeah. not insulted by uh, the guy but i get what he's saying and it's true but again the other thing too is okay now that you cut staff now that you've removed all this well that's less people who have jobs who's yeah. gonna buy your product why aren't people going to the movies well, I don't yeah know. because people don't have money and they don't want to spend a hundred dollars to go see transformer 62 <laughs> where yeah. Optimus Prime fights the the magacon i don't know <laughs> 
Margacon. The Razzle Khan. The Razzle Khan. Yeah, the rapper. Oh, no, that might be pretty interesting. I, I would pay top dollar to see yeah, yeah. Razzle Optimus Khan Prime, Optimus Be Prime dances with beating the hell out of Razzlecon. So, no, nah, no, nah, he ends up dancing with her and they do a rap <laughs> dance. It's the most fucking, literally the definition of cringe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> it would be the, uh, uh, what is it, like the siren of the apocalypse? Or yeah, right. That's the first um, horseman. <laughs> the first horse, yeah, is Razzlecon versus the Optimus Prime. Uh, but I mean, like, you know, you think about that. Like, I always think about that, too. Like, Amazon laid off 20,000 people today. Like, yeah. And some of those people will get jobs, and some people will be out of work for a couple of years. But I'm like, okay, well, there you go. That's less people that are going to buy your widgets. If you, Yeah, you, it's like there, there goes Prime point, Day for 20,000 people. Yeah, like, at some point, you're, it comes back to hit you. You yeah. know, and then and then you see like in the midst of this writer strike, all these streaming services are going to jack up their price. And I'm sitting there going, I already canceled my subscription to Paramount because mm -hmm. I don't watch much. Like I do like Star Trek and all that, but you know what? I'll get it for a, one month in like next year, and I'll watch. Yeah. I don't care about really much stuff on there. Uh, I know Yellow Jackets, whatever. But again, I'll just wait till it airs. And I'll get it for a month. But yeah. I guess I was like, it's like 150 bucks for the year. And I was like, but if you get, I barely watch it. If you get I'm not like shilling for uh no, uh, you don't Paramount. need to you don't need to shill because I'm I'm when I'm go ahead. Well, I'm, we had Walmart Plus because we get our groceries delivered from Walmart. Uh and if you have Walmart Plus, they include Paramount. Walmart right, Plus well, is I don't like, get groceries delivered, but I know what you mean because I get uh Peacock for free through my yeah. service. I get HBO Max free because of AT&T, thankfully, still, because that's like 20 bucks a month. That adds up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, therefore, I have Max and I have Peacock. But I, Paramount, I was like, there's no need for this. And I'm thinking Disney, same thing. I They're jacking it up to like 20 bucks a month. And I'm like, all right, well, you just announced that you're putting out less product. You're putting out less Marvel shows, which mm -hmm. is the stuff that I want to watch. There's maybe one star wars show coming out next year so honestly i don't know i don't think i'm going to renew for a full year it's i might just get it when uh you know here and there skip a month skip a month here and i think that they're going to notice that in the next year or two that a lot of people are doing that that a lot of yeah. people are going to be like hey we have a low where we have less subscribers yeah because you don't have like you know the yeah after whatever the guy from star wars with the lumpy face <laughs> like you don't have his show on or panda baba <laughs> right 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 uh, panda baba's uh bar like so on top of the fact that you're making no new products really because you refuse to pay your writers and actors or give them proper wage or whatever wage so i'm like you don't give yeah. them wage redundancies. Uh, you're gonna have less product, and you're jacking up the price. Yeah. I heard this bullshit. Like, oh, well, what's gonna happen is if they go along with the striker strikes, triggers, they go along with everyone's demands, they're gonna jack up the price of these services because of that. And I'm like, that's bullshit because they're doing it anyway. 
They're yeah, the, doing it. McDonald's is gonna raise their prices if you bring minimum wage to fifteen dollars. Hey, buddy, they and they're gonna put more machines in and have less workers. They never jacked. They never gave us fifteen dollar minimum wage. They have fired less. They have less people working there. Yep. And they literally have machines doing most of the jobs there. And they've raised prices. And they jacked up the prices. So I don't want to hear that nonsense. That's a yeah. where, are you completely clueless? Not you. I'm saying like, like, are you completely clueless that you're gonna repeat that bullshit when none of the demands have been met? None. Now, yes, there's some studios that go along with it, but the major ones, those are independent studios that can make deals on their own. But the major studios like Disney, mm-hmm. WB, and a couple other big ones, they refuse to budge. And I'm like, and you're jacking up the prices of your subscription services. You're coming up with new dumbass plans like Netflix and all them. Coming up with new stupid plans that like add more commercials in there. Yeah, yeah. Commercials that interrupt the programming. You're making it more uh, like. So I, I know we were supposed to talk about Ahsoka, but I just thought this was like a big deal. And oh yeah, I think so too. Like I see everything like going up, and you know, like I said. You want people to watch Ahsoka, or like they're like, yeah, the problem is the ratings are down, right? And you could look at it, like there's a couple of factors that you could look at. Some people are just bored with it and they don't care anymore. They didn't yeah. like the last show, or they just don't care because Star there's Fairweather fans of Star Wars who uh just watch it when they, you know, it's been 10 years and they put out a new movie and then they get really excited. But these are not the kind of people who get excited when you put out a new Star Wars product every like three months. Yeah. So you're not going to get those people. That's one. Two, economy is not great for everybody. So because they're bored and because they have less money, Mm -hmm. they're not going to invest in your product. Therefore, your ratings go down. And then the other thing, too, is besides them being bored and not having money, it's uh, like they don't have a job anymore. Uh, you know, like this. Yeah. It is tough. Because they are now working like three shifts some at some shitty job because they lost their good paying job. So they yes. don't have time to watch. Streaming uh, is tough, though, because stre- I think streaming will be the last thing to go for a lot of people. They'll give up movies. They'll give up going out to eat. Because you're right, if you work three shifts, and some people do, and they come home and they're they want to veg out, st- streaming is what they're going to do. But like I'm not saying that they're going to get rid of streaming, but they're going to cut streaming yeah. services. Yeah, they're going to be no. like, like I said, I don't really watch Paramount. I don't want to spend 150 dollars on this. This makes no sense to me, so I'm not going to get it. Right. I still have streaming services, but I cut that one out. I like I got rid of Apple for a while, but now I like Apple and it's one of the cheaper ones. So I Apple's watch so Apple. good. Yeah, it's only and again, it's, right now it's still one of the for now, not going wood, it's still one of the cheaper ones. Uh, it's Did worth the loan for Schmigadoon. I mean, just I never <laughs> just the name. I don't even watched it. <laughs> uh but you know, like Disney Plus to me, I only care about the Marvel and Star Wars stuff. I don't give a yeah. shit about Disney properties. I don't I, my son doesn't give a shit about them, so I don't watch them either. Uh, I just watch those because I'm a huge geek for that. But if you're telling me that you're cutting down on the shows and you're cutting down on the content from those two properties, 
I'm not going to renew you for a year because yeah. it makes no sense to me. I am literally burning money. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not I'm not watching it. So I just see that these companies are going to have, I mean, they have tons, it's all analytic based. Like I could see people keeping Netflix over Disney Plus. Oh, he's, so Netflix, like, I gotta is, cut um... Netflix they'll keep because one, I think people just, it's like a weird brand thing. Like they were the first successful streamer. It's also really diverse. Like they have a lot of like sci-fi and fantasy stuff that I watch. They have a lot of Korean soap operas that my wife watches. They have a lot of like regular shows. My kid, I mean, Netflix has a little something for everyone and they've got like a really diverse catalog. I think that's jacking up the price too. Oh fuckers. Yeah, they do. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know where it all goes, but what we do have currently Ahsoka episode five. Which Ahsoka episode five is amazing. Was amazing, uh, but like I said, you already told me. Bob Iger already said I'm cutting down on content. Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, I'm watching Ahsoka. I'm uh, maybe I'll rewatch the episodes as they air. I did. I watched four again. I'll definitely watch five again. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna be like a month now. Be like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Ahsoka again. No. It's just, Probably not going to happen because the joke is if I want to watch any specific type of scenes, I can probably find them online. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you're right. When I, when we, uh, with Ahsoka, it's kind of weird because it airs, and I usually watch it right before we start talking about it on the show. But um, with a lot of shows, I'll watch it, and then the day before we talk about it or the day of, I'll go on YouTube and watch clips. Like yeah. I just want to, I want to find a, get like, like a, a recap and everything. Yeah. Or I'll watch a, uh, like Screen Rant or something like that. Yeah, Screen um, Rush does like 136 Easter eggs. You might have missed. Yeah. Right. Hey. You were closing your eyes and are too stupid to realize <laughs> narrative flows. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you fucking idiot. But you're right. Like, I'm, I'm, I, there's been some Star Wars shows on Disney Plus that I really, really like and or, I'm not going to watch Andor again. I love it. I it was, Maybe I'll I catch, it was great. You know what? They announced the season two. Maybe I'll just watch some of the better episodes. Gonna it, right. I'm not going to watch episode one and two again. That's yeah, I didn't like those episodes. Yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll watch like some of the later ones. Uh-oh. Oh, there you're back. Okay. Yeah. You, oh. You're good. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's oh. so many of them that I'm not going to re-watch. You know, I mean, I, I can't... I'm, I think that's the problem. And I think the problem is too, as good as I liked Ahsoka episode five and everything like that, I am a fan of that. But right. if you're a casual Star Wars fan who's in it when they uh you know there has been a movie for five, ten years and they get excited. Oh, you mean Harrison Ford's coming back? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. In on it. Oh, you mean uh Dululi Bindali has a show? And uh, a, a character that was in one episode of a cartoon I never watched mm -hmm. is the star. I'm in on that, brother. <laughs> like, no, you're they're not. They're not an eight episode character study of Dengar. Really? Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, man. That's my jam, brother. I love you so much, man. Yeah, I mean, so you're right. I mean, and actually, that would probably and be amazing. <laughs> you mean the snakehead guy? I had an action figure when I was four. Yeah. Oh, you mean you don't have the 12th version that Hasbro put out in the past 10 years? Uh, no, because 
I have a life. <laughs> I'm not talking about well, me. I'm the guy who has the 12th Bosk. Right. Like, my 12th Bosk. And they just keep getting better, man. You would think, <laughs> you know, like, they, this is the best Bosk figure. Could you, make. how could you make this more Bosk? And, and every time <laughs> they're like, there you go, buddy. Bosk it up, man. Bosker. Bosk intensity. Bigger, badder, and bosker. <laughs> bosker. Yeah, bosker intensity. Maximum flow. I, Every this goes time, to you know? 11. <laughs> and that's the thing, Disney Plus, man, you want to keep me. Just got to put out a Bosk series. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bosk and Dengar, put it out, man. Get it going. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would watch you that. You do a whole show of that scene in Empire where they're all sitting around and you, you meet those bounty hunters and it's the coolest scene in the entire movie and they literally do nothing. Yeah. That would be, that. I would watch. I would watch that show. I would. I would watch the show where the entire show is just eight real hours of what happened before that scene. Like, and that would be the, the that All scene would be the adventures and like how they got the there. How, yeah. They how got they there. arrived. How they, yeah, yeah. And then it ends with that. And that's it. And it was yeah. probably the best thing they ever made. <laughs> it probably would be. Probably would. And then it's All like. Right. When Vader says to both Fett, remember no disintegrations? Yeah. He doesn't clean all that. And we're like, whoa, mind right. blown. There's a reason why he said no disintegrations, because it was explained in that eight part right. series. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I was hoping the book of both Fett was gonna be. Probably, yeah. I was hoping there was gonna be an episode. I all right, we're gonna I know we haven't talked about a so <laughs> it'd be like one of these things. I can't, I promise you <laughs> talk about Ahsoka. I before Book of Boba Fett came out, I saw what I thought was a behind-the-scenes clip from the series where they show more of his retro, his more Empire Strikes Back outfit because they mm-hmm. did uniform a lot. He had like a totally different look. Yes, yeah. his armor was cleaner and everything. I really, did not like the costume. Um, and I was like, "Holy shit, we're going to get some flashbacks!" Right. And I was hoping for that of Boba Fett, which kind of ties into Ahsoka in this episode. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we were going to get true flashbacks because I thought that was supposed to be from yeah, the em- Empire era. Empire era or pre-Empire uh, Boba Fett. I thought we were going to get that in uh, Book but, Boba Fett. But we didn't. All right. So speaking of uh, flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. Soka episode five, which uh, starts out super eerie where. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get IMB, IMDB up because oh, I gotta bring up. Remind me to bring up Sean Penn after we took. This. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I meant to bring him up during the strike. It was like a really that weird... was an odd little uh, tweet of his. Yeah, um, that went, on a, went in a direction I didn't expect. <laughs> south. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it, go ahead. What? No, the episode opened up really good. Um, this one I did want. I usually skip over the you know previously on Ahsoka. Uh, and I watched the previously on, and it picked up pretty much right where the last one left off, if I remember right. Well, it... the ships that survived landed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Sindula, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. And her butt. <laughs> she, well, yeah, she is really, there's something about her that's just like really. She's super tall. Well, it doesn't it seem, this is like, I can't put this into words, but. She should only she should be forced to wear the <laughs> forever. Doesn't 
doesn't her character seem like a real person who is like thrust into a Star Wars world? Maybe it's her eyes or her. Do you know what I mean? Like she doesn't She's like I'm actually just a regular person. Though. Yeah, like all the other people, I'm like, okay, they're a Jedi. They're a you know. Twilight, she like she, She's like you know. She's like a truly a rebel. So it's like even though she's a general, she's not following all the rules. And she seems like a cosplayer her, stumbled she on her the fucking set. kid around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Fat rope, fat little robot, and they just they don't give a fuck. They got their ship, and they're like, yeah, I like. Oh, I did, and I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I like her. I like the character. She's super. Yeah, pretty. she's definitely like. But it, got she better does, as time goes on. She kid seems is, just like a regular person. The kid is really good. Star Wars. Oh, I I think the one thing that Star Wars has been very successful in Disney Plus is mm-hmm. casting and directing children really well. Like the girl who played Leia was great on Obi Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. He could have been a fucking disaster. And they just know how to, like, direct whoever these directors are, know how to direct children, or they're just good actors. And Like, I like Jake Lloyd gets a lot of shit. He played young Anakin episode yeah, one. Yeah. He was fine in Jingle All the Way. He was in that movie. It's not a good movie. It's the one where Arnold's trying to find a toy or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a toy for my yeah. child. And I will kill everyone who gets in my way. Right. Yeah, that's exact quote from the movie. It was weird. Yes, <laughs> I and you, um, Jake Lloyd's in it, and he's like, he's okay. He's just a kid actor. He's fine. They deliver his line, but then in episode one, he's just horrible, and it's yeah. not his fault because George Lucas should have hired a director, an actual director, to make episode one. He could have wrote right. them all, and he could have been the mastermind behind everything or whatever. The but. Yeah, you know, you do like any uh, what's his name, Kirshner, whatever the guy who directed him, Erwin Kirshner, yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, you get one of those dudes, you know, we're and so this kid is at uh, Kanan's kid, his name uh, is Jason. Um, and they rebe- basically implied that he definitely could be a Jedi at some point. Well, they and, said his dad was a Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, he's the kid's a good actor. There's no like cringe he's at fine, all. Yeah. He's not annoying in any way. He's just this like G like, hey, I'm gonna be a Jedi too. And the robots, like, it's such a like, you gonna train me? No. Uh, <laughs> you throw no. me a lightsaber? No. The robot is awesome. He's such a great character. And I feel like all the droids in this show are good. Yeah, but that one is like he's super old. Supposedly he's like 20,000 over 20,000 years old. He's that's right, like, yeah. Training Jedi's and and he was a character in Rebels. I don't know if he was on uh, Clone Wars. This character, but really cool character. Uh, you know, like obviously it's like everyone always had. There's always these characters who are like a proxy for someone else. Like obviously there's the C3PO role, but he's right. his own unique character. He's not C3PO. No, no, he's a little more brave. He's a little more he's dynamic. Little, but it, he he also feels like he has like a soul. Like when he when they see him and he's sitting at the edge of the yeah. pool, and he's like, "I told them to be together." They, they yeah, he's just sort of holding the helmet and looking over yeah. the, the like cliff. He's like, he's like genuinely has like he's upset. Like he's yeah. not an ordinary robot. It's like there's like a and I wonder like are droids? I always forget like when are are droids? Some of them sentient, sentient is that the word? I don't think so because like they all. They, they always say they say, have programming. Right. Like, they have to abide by the them. programming. I mean, that I guess. does too. 
in a I way. I guess you could say that about humans to some extent, depending on how you define yeah, programming. People uh, like are definitely uh, are programmed. They don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and like in practical terms too, like our bodies have programmed us not to exceed seven miles an hour walking or something. Yeah, you know, I mean, like there, there's actual limitations to what we can do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think they've ever uh, talked about that, I guess. What was... Well, um, He's what a great was Grievous. Character. Was Grievous a robot? Well, Grievous, robot? Well, no, Grievous was like a prototype of Vader. It was revealed he was just more. There was very little meat there. It was like a brain. Okay, yeah, but he was at one point human. Eye. Like Vader was like missing his limbs and some of his organs failed and he was burnt, but he's still like, like half human at least. Still. Right. Not he's like, just like thirty three percent less human. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like all his limbs were like cut off at like the elbows and knees. <laughs> like, yeah. So he was like he was a complete basket case. Yeah. But uh boxing Elena. Remember that? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the boxing Anakin. <laughs> Wasn't that David Lynch's daughter directed that or something? I think or? so. That was like one of those weird movies that like took forever to get made, and by the time it got made, the quality of actors actresses kind of went down like they originally wanted like madonna and like some other big man it just got julian back. sands was in it he yeah. they found him like yeah huh. and uh what's her face from uh twin peaks twin peaks yeah Lord, lara flynn boyle was it or yeah. not lara flynn boyle uh, who I mean, was it the one who dances audrey uh who was audrey i thought that was lara flynn boyle it's not lara flynn boyle okay. well anyway uh, yes so anyway this this the robots in this show are great um, yeah chopper's great he's funny this was a good episode i thought i i looked online and i saw like you had, and you had told me this uh before we started recording uh this was really 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 rewarding to the the people that were deeply into like clone wars and rebels and uh yeah, so it was like a little longer that type of stuff um you gave it a lot of like can you hear me? I think you've muted yourself. <laughs> oh. You know what I realized? I haven't used my Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Pause it. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. We kind of got a little cut off there, but uh and I realized the whole time my mic was not connected, <laughs> but you said you could hear me, so it definitely should yes. have supported. But uh, so, yeah, I think this is definitely like if you're a fan of Clone Wars and Rebels or just prequels or whatever, this is a great episode for you. This is really rewarding. I, you know, the funny thing about Clone Wars, it's like funny. I thought Anakin in the prequels was a horrible character. They never made him like in Attack of the Clones, he's like, a little shit. Yep. He doesn't listen and he's a brat. And he doesn't do anything right and he's just like impulsive. And they just, you know, they don't make him likable and he's like creeping on Padme the entire time. And then yep. in like the episode three, they tried like, you know, obviously like right out the gate in the beginning of the movie, they show you he's like a little older and he's like more mature and mm -hmm. he's more heroic. But it's only for like the first like. 20 minutes and then yeah. he gets seduced by 
Palpatine. Yeah, I remember that. I it you almost felt sitting in the theater like, are they gonna are they going a different direction here? Because he did seem a lot more I don't know, good. So, but which is like the point. He's like, you gotta make him good. So right. that otherwise the debater, it's like, oh, that's sad. Now I think they could have done some other things in the movie to make him more heroic. Like it wasn't just Palpatine, it was like the entire Senate that gets saved. And Amadala is like one of them. And then he's like the hero of like, and it's like a big deal because he saved like all these senators and everything. Uh, but the the Clone Wars does, I think, because a lot of people who are like 30 in their 30s that are watching mm -hmm. this. They grew up on the Clone Wars, yeah, um, and they grew up, or it, maybe even yet, like late twenties, even mid twenties or early twenties. Now, like they grew up on Rebels, and those shows do, especially Clone Wars, does really good job of like making Anakin a hero, and kind of like what Obi Wan describes in the original trilogy of like, oh, he was a great friend, and he was. Like, he's not the snot-nosed jerk. And they give him mm -hmm. Ahsoka to train. And I think it's, like, the whole point is then he's, like, the... He's not this annoying person. He's got... It's kind of, like, kind of funny. Like, the Flash movie kind of does that, where Barry now has to, like, look after his oh, young yeah. self, who's a decade younger than right. him. So then the older Barry doesn't come off so... Mm. Right. Annoying. That's funny, yeah. And Anakin... By giving him the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka is horrible in the first. People hated her in the first year, especially in the movie. I remember they were like, "This character is annoying." It's like every bad character you could think of. Like basically, like she was like Poochie or something. Yeah, like a Mary uh, Sue. Well, no, not a Mary Sue. Like just a an obnoxious kid who's huh. like 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 skateboarding and trying to sell you like a Burger King kids meal or something. <laughs> okay, sure. not just not Mary Sue. No. Um, she but then she grew on the character and everything, but like Clone Wars gave you like that what the Anakin people wanted. So, a lot of people like Anakin's this great character, and I'm always like, Is he? I don't know because I didn't, I watched, I didn't watch every episode of Clone Wars, I probably watched like 30% of the show. Okay, definitely watched like the last couple of seasons as the shows got better and the, the, the stories felt more mature and they felt like more in line with the movies. Uh, so you get to see that though in this episode. So in the end of episode four, she wakes up on this, what is it, the world between worlds or the something? The world between worlds, yeah. And what's really funny is that she you get flashbacks to the Clone Wars and, it, and it's her as a kid. And I said to you in the last episode, right, that the world between worlds looks like the soul gem, which is kind of funny because the world between worlds was in the Rebels cartoon, but for some reason, when they show her like in the pool and she's kind of waking up. Mm -hmm. Soul Gem, Thanos, and Hawkeye, they both like yeah, yeah. wake up out of the the water. Right. They see like a and it and that's why I said like the joke is she woke up in the soul gem and that like baby Gamora would say something to her. <laughs> right. And then I found out today, I didn't realize it that because you see her as a kid, Ahsoka, they're kind of recreating the the first Clone Wars episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Battle. And then that last scene when they show her kind of fight. Remember, she's fighting those Mandalorians and they have yes. like the Darth Maul horns. Right, That's right. From like the last season of Clone Wars. So she's like a little older and everything like that. They were showing those episodes, but it's the same actress who played Gamora. Yeah, that's funny. Girl. Yeah, it is kind of funny. So, 
that's old Disney. They're yeah. just like they're making the same shit. They're like, yeah, they just. <laughs> Someone said that the the ball, the map, is literally from a Disney cartoon. The same exact design, the ball that like map. Oh. It's from like I forgot the name of it. it. Came out like twenty years ago, whatever, and it was like a Disney movie. Hmm. Disney animated movie, like Treasure Planet or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And there's that a book. It's literally that, and and I saw it. And I was like, holy shit! It displays the same way. Yeah, <laughs> like, that I think yeah. Josh. It, uh, oddly enough, too, Joss Whedon wrote Treasure Planet, if I remember right. Uh, okay. uh, and he had. Do? I don't think he's ever done anything with Star Wars. Nobody has. He's done stuff with Avengers. Yeah, yeah. true. But he had nothing <laughs> with uh, Infinity War. He was no, already, no, no. He was already long gone. Yeah. He was a... All right. So um, this was, like I said, I, I found this to be a good episode. I read a lot on Twitter about it where a few people were kind of raving about it. I, look, I certainly understand their perspective. I don't disagree with them. Um, but I think just for the average, I'm, I'm probably like, I know I'm much stronger than the average Star Wars fan, but for the average to strong star wars fan i think it's a super solid episode well you have anakin and if you saw the prequels you know the clone troopers so it's not like it's rewarding for the people who watch those shows and can be like that's from the battle of yeah and that's from the other battle the vindaloo you know and it's like me i'm just like cool battle <laughs> yeah it was cool it was good it was easy if you know anything about star wars it was pretty easy to follow um the, i like the, when they show her and she's like holding the storm the clone trooper that's dying and she yeah like, like it's really well done anakin's great and he's like oh yeah the whole vision you know people are like is he a force ghost is that a force ghost well, or is that just is this all in her mind everything that happened in this i think it's all it's got to all be in her mind because this at this point anakin if anakin's a force ghost then he's already good right like he's been redeemed well he does show up as a force ghost in the end of return of the jedi but he's good but he's like pretty purely good he's returned to his good self so the anakin we see here is a mix between the rage filled anakin and well, the it's really all from her perspectives and stuff. exactly he like he changes to the Anakin from the end of episode three, and you see a little bit of the Vader. That's why I think it's eyes, all in her head. His eyes change, and then yep. I like when it kind of reverts back to normal. The de-aging effects in this episode looked a lot better than that last scene in episode four. Yeah, but I think that's because they filmed it in the world between worlds, and... Um, I mean, it just looked better. It did look better, yeah. It looked a lot better. I mean, it's still like... And if you stare at it really close, yeah, it, but you can find, but I it didn't look it didn't bother me, right? It wasn't like Luke in the end of Mandalorian season two, which was weird. Like Luke in Book of Boba Fett looked great, yeah, that's where it was like, holy shit, what a massive difference! Like, no, the de aging worked great here. I found like when Ahsoka was without her headdress or whatever, and I was looking at the way, like. The prosthetics kind of attached to her head. I found that more distracting than the DA. People were bringing that up it was like a big deal because I guess she's never, she's always wearing a, a head thing. I just never think about that. Okay. I never thought about it until I saw her without it, and then I thought yeah. about it a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, put it back on. <laughs> Roses. A little something to the like, imagination. So <laughs> so gross. Um, right. I'm just. Yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Back on. 
<laughs> so anyway, I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, the the next three episodes. I think uh, you also mentioned earlier that you th- think it's wise, like you haven't m- missed Thrawn. Well, the um, problem. Okay, so one of the big complaints about the first two episodes was like one, like I said, my complaint was pacing and kind of boring. Yes, and it was like you're introduced to these villains, you don't really know anything about them, and the whole goal is just like. We gotta go find a better villain, uh, Thrawn. But then, like episode three, it picked up, and then episode four was really good, and that's when like Balin and uh, his, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, his apprentice, whatever, they were just more formidable villains. Yeah, and um, it made well, me they like, were competent too. I mean, right? Yeah, and they accomplished their goal and everything. And yeah. they, I was like, okay, I not even thinking about Thorn right now and obviously with this episode we have Anakin uh with Soka and mm-hmm. more flashbacks and also everything going on on that planet with uh the other rebels and everything I'm not even thinking about Thrawn and that's yeah if you're if I'm not thinking about like where's this where's this then you're doing a good job yeah and I'm not even worried about it if we see Thrawn, I mean obviously Thrawn we know he's gonna be in it I have a feeling that he will probably show up in the next episode and it will be like he'll be in the last three yeah Uh, so obviously they see the map and it's destroyed and there's no way to fix it there's no way to find them and they realize those whales can possibly get them there because well yeah that was my only only quibble with the episode is that then that eventually asaka says like let's get in the side of squid whale and they get inside a squid whale and the robot's like, how'd you know they're going to take us? How did you know they'd take us to this place? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, wait, what? What? And she's like, well, I don't know where they're going to take us, but it'll be better than just sitting here. And I was like, I don't know that that's true. Like, I don't, I don't know that like... <laughs> hey listen you're a little too cavalier about it right like, i mean i mean i'm glad that you went through some spiritual journey when you were yeah whatever for like a couple hours uh which i don't know how you survived that but then again sure you're, you're a wrong. jedi you slowed you're your breath alien, you're an alien who has like tendrils on her head yeah for all i know you breathe water yeah you but, can have gills in those fucking things i have no idea i don't even care i don't even bring it up but, but like a little too cool about <laughs> going inside of a giant whale's mouth and but just take us blindly yeah. to god knows what part of the galaxy right like, i don't think the whale is gonna be like uh is this where you want to go right like um, if she had just said like i think this is <laughs> If she had just said, like, I think that they said they'd take us there. If she had any inkling to, like, say, okay, this is probably going to. But no, she's like, no, nah, I have no idea. Look, I, they, like, I don't even. In a joint. She's <laughs> like, you know, chill out, man. You just got right. to let the whale take yeah. you need to go. Just like, yeah. Um Not that whale. And then they pan out. She plays slow ride, and they just kind of yeah. take us. Ah, that was good. I like the whole. Uh, one of the funniest scenes is because um, the rebels on the planet, and again, this is when they're trying <clears> to find Ahsoka. And the kid, it's crazy because the kid, he hears lightsabers. So yeah, I guess in reality, it's not in Ahsoka's head. She really was in this other realm, astral and, plane, and yeah. this astral plane that's clearly strong on this planet, and 
I think they even said that there's a reason why it was that planet. It wasn't just like, oh, let's just go here. There's like, something. yeah, I think you're like right. Now, Mandalorian yeah. when he puts Grogu on that, because even Ahsoka says put Grogu there and he'll be able to, it's like for some reason, it's a stronger signal to get Jedi's this like yeah. set up. It's kind of like the same type of deal. Um, but the kids like, no, she's out there and they ride low and they do find her. Uh, let me see if I could find. Oh, yeah. This is like one of the funnier scenes in it. So there's this guy. Uh, he's been in Mandalorian. Uh, Captain, uh, what's his name on the show? I Lee plays him. Uh, he's like a veteran X-Wing pilot. Captain Carson. I don't know. IMDb. The name's like cut off a little bit. But yeah. he's a, the joke was, he. you even said this to me, like, he should get his own show. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to. I, he was supposed to be in the Rangers, Rangers of the Republic, of the Republic yeah. because fucking Gina Carano can control her anti-Semitic mm. memes uh, and other anti-trans bigoted bullshit that she couldn't, you know, as a geist to a ideology. Uh, she got fired and it, they ended up killing that plot. That's why they even said in Mandalorian, that whole storyline with the doctor. Right. Was supposed to be an, an episode of like or a couple episodes of the New Republic, yeah. New Republic, yeah. Um, so he's great though, because there's a part where like kid knows this and he's just like, Hey, we gotta go, we're gonna get like in a lot of trouble or whatever, you know. Like Mon Mothman was getting mad, right? <laughs> and uh, they're like the robots, uh, the, the droids explains to the guy like how the kid has like Jedi abilities, and his reactions is like okay right. <laughs> it's awesome because it's just like he's probably like i don't even know what that is and, it, yeah. and it's because you know people are like oh i don't know what a jedi is you know and it's like i can imagine a lot of people in the universe probably don't yeah. know what a jedi is you know if you yeah. don't into them or look it up or have any clue it, yeah it's like but, telling me about like a buddhist monk like i know they exist i've never met one i'm you know i don't know much about them i like I think they're a thing. I know, yeah, I know they're real. I mean, like, I, I believe I mean, they're that they... not like elves or something. Yeah, so right. I'm aware of that. Yeah, I know that is kind of true. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, but like if someone said, yeah, here's uh, Tim. He's a Buddhist. I have to worry about that getting court-martialed. Yeah. That guy's great. He's awesome. Yeah, use this guy. You know, he's just like one of those characters that just like floats in all the Star Wars shows they put out. Yeah, he's just this recurring character. Right. Uh, trying to think if there was like anything else that stood out. I mean, the, I just love the Anakin stuff with her. I love the whole that was nice as a, when she's younger and the different battles, and you get to see, you know, I, the only thing I find again, it's like this stuff to me exists in a vacuum because, like, I still think the whole Anakin having an apprentice thing outside of this sure makes no sense. Like it just doesn't even it does not even follow it doesn't add up, yeah. Add up, doesn't follow the story. And he's like, I taught you I have more things to teach you. And it's like, <laughs> uh, dude, you're like three years older than me. Like, yeah, fuck right. me. like you told me how to roll do be really good one. <laughs> Everything else has been kind of bullshit. Yeah. Right. Like, I sucked into the dark side. I appreciate you teaching me how to hacky sack, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the main hack. I liked it. It was really cool. And like you said, we got to see you suck his weird head. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was good. So anyway. A lot of people said that the 
so a couple of tweets from some like women who are like the sweater look that she wears in the ads like looks super comfortable. Oh, it so, does, yeah. Like super a lot, cozy. A lot of natural fabrics, you could tell. <laughs> nah, she's great. Someone uh I forgot someone posted uh the uh pictures or something. Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh what's her face? Uh Rosario Dawson were in yeah. that, uh uh what was that movie that Quentin Tarantino? It was like like, oh death proof yeah 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 they were in death proof together that's right so, god i forgot about that i did not like that proof that much i was like i liked the other one that, that movie was planet terror yeah planet terror was like a, just a straight up trauma movie like it was awesome but death proof i don't know it was like all like the most annoying things about quentin tarantino yes cobbled together I, in a short movie and it was like the only ahead. i liked it the only thing i, I didn't like the only thing I didn't like was the ending was so off tone from the rest of the piece. When they like beat him up, beat him. To yeah. Death. And yeah, he's like crying. Was and... it was kind of, yeah. It was like, he's like crying. It was super weird. Well, he's supposed to be this like badass, and then they're just yeah. the shit out of him. And he's like this wuss in the end. It's just like, yeah. If they had just like shot him or beat him to death. I mean, like there's a million ways you could have done like, that. It was like, is this supposed to be funny? It's. Yeah. Funny. I couldn't. That was it. As at the end, I'm like, you know, he legit tried to kill them, and this just doesn't seem. It seems like so different than the pre. They, I mean, it's a very like, short. They the what do they call it? Like the other hand or whatever. Like it was turns against him. So yeah, showed how like his toughness was a veneer, and it really. I guess, but I that was the only thing I didn't like about it. I liked everything else. Um, I know what so. you mean. It is a little odd. So all right, before we. End this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think is going to happen next? Do you think they will do an episode that really doesn't have a soak in it, and now it's in the other part of the galaxy, and then she shows up again with the whale or something? You know. Well, I could see the next episode being mostly Sabine and where she is, and Ahsoka coming in at the end. I could see the next episode being Ahsoka light. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, I think she'll be in it, but I that does that would make sense to me is that you see those two villains. People are like one of the other thing, and not like it really matters, but like that one dude, that really big alien from Rebels, yeah. about, he was in a short scene in Mandalorian. They introduced him like when they're at like that bar with the rebels. Mm -hmm. Arson talks to him, and everyone's like, holy shit, it's the guy from it's like the live action version, even though he's CGI, it's like more realistic. Right. And everything. The live action version of this character. And they're like, where is he? How come he hasn't been on the show? Like they yeah. were when she brought a brigade of like a small fleet and they were going to show all the different pilots that one of the pilots was going to be him, maybe. Hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. I'll be, I'll survive. For this. <laughs> but, well, um, we only got, want, yeah, we, we have I a week left. I want more chopper. <laughs> Like when is, the one thing I like the most about him is mm -hmm. that you could kind of understand what he's saying. It is. It's it's like um, Babu Frick, where you you can make out like fifteen percent of the words. Like, you know, right? Because it's like he'll be like, "What? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it, it is kind I of weird. His head moves up and down. It's like our two units are evolving to speak. Our <laughs> things like. I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> but this thing's like. Yeah. I don't know if you heard what they said. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't work. Never mind. 
<laughs> I could not make that out. I said, did you watch Seinfeld last night? A thing that Droid said. <laughs> right, yes. That oh, makes sense. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, speaking, oh, I wanted to say something real quick about the strike before we move on. So, oh, but, yeah, yeah. So there was a tweet I posted. Uh, it was a re. A st- <laughs> this was a weird one. It starts out normal and then it's okay. Discussing film. Sean Penn says, So you want my scans and voice data and all that? Here's what I think is fair. I want your daughters. Create a virtual replica of her and invite my friends over to do whatever we want in a virtual party right now. And I'm like, I like, uh, I tweeted, I'm like, Yeah, Sean, you tell. Oh, (laughs) ew. Yeah. Never mind. And there's uh, one guy tweeted, he's like, takes quite a turn at that colon. Because <laughs> it is, it's like a colon, you know, it says, uh, yeah. you, here's what I think is fair, colon. And then everything right. is like, I, the, did you the, just say? The thing that bothers me most is that this feeds into like every QAnon theory about like. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird and creepy. Like he could have yeah. said life maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. Your very young wife. Right. <laughs> he has to emphasize, like, you married her. She did a 20-year gap in your relationship. She is pretty much graduate high school this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, Plus, I mean, those those two, the, and in my head, the, the, these are different um, things. Like, one is economic exploitation, and the other is, like, a different kind of exploitation. I know they're both exploitation. I mean, I get that. I, guess what he, kind of, I know what he's saying. Yeah, so, I he has it like way too planned out. Like I'm gonna invite all my friends over, right? <laughs> all kinds of weird shit to this. Under. Like I'm just like, ah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> intense here. As Ahsoka said about Anakin, they asked, "Well, how was it?" She said, "Intense." Yeah, uh, I know you're trying to be intense, but this just does not. Right. This yeah, is- like you said, the the whole. I mean, those nut jobs. They can go fuck themselves. I yeah, they yeah. Because they're fine with like actual real pedophiles all the time. Yeah, give a shit. Uh, but this is just like, it's just. I, I'm not like all of a sudden. I'm not saying that all sunshine Penn is a. He's being investigated. He's just this. It's just like weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Sean Penn. I think he's a great actor. Um, I think he's an interesting person. I don't always think he's. A great person. It's like, quite a turn at that colon. <laughs> yeah, that's real accurate. All right. So we, the, the big first news topic, aside from Sean Penn, is, and, and I guess the strike, uh, is the, um, the Republicans have launched an impeachment inquiry against uh, President Biden. Over what? They, you know. You know. Know what? <laughs> what do I know? No, that's what they've said. Is that you know? You know <laughs> what he did. He said, uh, "I saw one of them come out and say, don't you think it's weird that this?'" And then he basically like said, "Like Hunter Biden, and I guess there's a laptop, and I guess there was." I don't know. It's it's real hard to get a straight answer out of him. Um, it's like I know trying to like eat up time and abuse their power in Congress. So yeah. nothing gets accomplished in government. And to also put, you know, be petty because 
a real impeachment happen against their boy Trump for yeah. legal reasons. Well, I guess uh, they were two, two different two, options, President. After after uh, this news broke, um, it was revealed that Trump had been in close contact with the impeachment leaders. Isn't you know, that so like incredibly illegal. Well, I don't know. I don't know that that's illegal unless it's illegal. Because um, you could say that he is interfering in a campaign. Yeah. Well, I don't know that that part of it would be illegal. But I think if the judge, if any one of the judges hearing any one of the multiple criminal cases he's involved in has said to him, like, look, I don't want you talking to people that could be potential witnesses or I don't want you talking like. Theoretically, like, I don't know that he should talk to Lindsey Graham. I don't know that he did. I'm just saying, like, there's probably. probably there's probably some orders, like, you know, we don't want you talking to potential witnesses about anything. We want we don't want you doing that. So I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene or uh, Kevin McCarthy are necessarily witnesses, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, look, the whole thing is just real weird. And most most people agree that this will help far right-wing Republicans keep their seats, meaning they won't get primaried by someone even crazier at home. Yeah. But any moderate Republican, it's likely to hurt them greatly. Yeah, any that's in a blue state and they vote yeah. for this bullshit. Uh, didn't they say that there should have been a vote and McCarthy, like, basically ignored it and decided to just move the needle ahead or something? Well, that that's the irony is that to have an impeachment like investigation, you need to have a vote. And McCarthy knew he didn't have the vote, so he just directed the chairs of the different committees to begin an impeachment inquiry, which will presumably mean issuing subpoenas, asking for records, X, Y, and Z. But ironically, when Trump was president, the same Kevin McCarthy passed a law uh, in the House that said nobody has to comply with any subpoenas unless there's a vote. So unless he rewrites his own law to make it different now, and I don't think he could get it passed. Yeah, wow, I can't believe a Republican would be a hypocrite. Right. Liar, I'm shocked. So theoretically, if Matt Gates on a committee says, I want records from A, B, and C, the Biden administration, they don't even have to say no. They just don't have to do anything. Because any there's no such thing as like this impeachment inquiry. You have to have a vote. And Kevin McCarthy won't have a vote because he doesn't have the votes. Yeah, they so said that. It. I mean, it seems like the consensus is that this is a dud right out the gate. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, one thing I saw the people were like yelling about though is like media has to, they can't just post like obviously Fox and Newsmax, they're going to be, they're going to do whatever because they're right wing propaganda outlets. But like so-called true media, right? They don't if they put out thing about the impeachment, they have to literally. It should be in the headline like this is like uh, unfounded or you know like you can't just say like as if this is like a normal thing needs to be investigated. Like this impeachment has no grounds to begin with. Yeah, but I I think and and I'm not saying that the media is necessarily good or bad, but like I'm, I'm looking at the headline. Uh, I'm going to open the the headlines of the Washington Post today and. The impeachment inquiry 
is like you have to scroll down like multiple screens and then in real small print on the far right is the first mention of the impeachment inquiry and the headline is McCarthy's impeachment inquiry will go nowhere but it's still a crisis which is like you know a legit headline but that's after stories about Mitt Romney not getting a second term uh well, Mitt Romney decided to not seeking like, yeah yeah he's uh, not seeking he said he doesn't want to be he's going to be in his 80s which I forget that he's that old you know, he looks great for his age. I didn't yeah. really, like Mitt Romney. He I mean, like he he he's done fine for himself. He, you know, uh, but um it's after the escaped murderer from Pennsylvania story. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's after a baseball story, it's after a story about a wife who hates her husband's scratchy beard. Um, it's after a stolen <laughs> that, gets, that gets a that gets a bigger story that uh the uh impeachment of a president yeah it's after I, I a stole a piece so itchy it's after a piece about a stolen van gogh painting it's after a piece about a librarian that was fired for uh having a rainbow flag i mean like it it's not a big news story and let's say i'm gonna look at the new york times real quick and the new york times has a story about the auto strike electric cars the fugitive a police officer thing um so, uh yeah so it's that, it's not being treated so when trump got impeached it was that was big front page well, it was leading up to it and his presidency was so fucking corrupt and he was so yeah craven about it i mean it was like everything was for you to see you either were a right-wing ideologue and you chose not to see right. it you were pushing the propaganda because you get your kicks owning the libs or something or you actually paid attention to the news and were like, yeah, this motherfucker is super corrupt. And that story about him uh, holding, I mean, it's just crazy how like the invasion of the Ukraine, how the first impeachment of Trump leads to that, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, he basically wants withhold aid, right? Isn't that literally it? The guy yeah. wants withhold aid. if Unless he, they investigate Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, which is like, Again, it's like, ah, oh, I can't believe that Putin favors Trump. It's so weird. Why would he do that? Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Well, I I think this is, honestly, I think th this is probably good news for Joe Biden. Oh, they said and, that, that. That this will just help him. This will make him more popular because it's so dumb. Well, it's, I think uh, Senator Fetterman had the, the best reaction. Yeah, let me play it. They went up to him and asked him what he thinks about the impeachment yeah and john fetterman's reactions pretty much how everyone should react this news that uh speaker mccarthy has formally launched an impeachment in or has said he's going to oh my god really oh my gosh you know oh it's devastating <laughs> Ooh, don't do it please don't do it oh no oh no that's awesome yeah and it's true that's like awesome. it's yeah Good. What it, it is like, you know, uh, Tom Sawyer saying, like, geez, I hope you don't try to help me paint this fence. I mean, it really, it, it really is doing Biden a great big favor. I mean, this that just makes them the Republican Party look like clown show ideologues. They're not going to be able to find anything. They're basically going to prove Joe Biden's innocence in any of these things. Um, 
they said a lot of the stuff that they're trying to accuse him of this shit that was when he was vice president too. It's not even it has no yeah. bearing on his presidency whatsoever. They're they're pulling up shit from like ten years ago, twelve years ago. Like yeah, I mean, it is. Thing is like I saw one of them was talking about like Connor Biden and all that. And I'm like, hey, what do you think about uh the fact that uh the Kushner, yeah, uh, Ivanka and her husband got uh two billion dollars from the saudis during the trump administration like yeah that's a lot of money you know that's it's a just, lot of money like that's a hell of a lot of money you you don't have anything to say about that it is just weird i think i i think mccarthy probably even knows it's a bad idea but i just don't think he has any other choice i mean this is like the card he was oh, dealt that, matt gates already came out like yesterday or it was like it was like the day before this was announced and i saw something about how he's going to challenge mccarthy's speakership because yeah like that was a deal that was made and like I, we talked about it, i think only like one person needs to come out in the congress and yeah. like, i want to challenge him or whatever they changed the rules to the point where they weaken the speaker of the house's like leadership role yeah that, i mean it's it, it, that's it that's why it took him 17 votes or whatever to get put as speaker that was so um, pathetic that it was is so i mean it's a really pathetic legacy he has uh but again that also worked in a favor of republicans because they were able to draw out the clock longer yeah. and the other thing that's fucked up is i guess the budget in 17 days yeah get shut down again because we're not gonna have a budget um and i don't it's not i think it's like 17 business days i don't know how it works but again and there's usually some wiggle room but that's not the point republicans don't give a shit they don't care if people aren't getting paychecks in the government they they don't care well they it's not give, just people in the government it's like social security and yeah all that kind of stuff too but I mean. also benefits for military and all that yep. they don't care i mean this happened when trump was president remember like uh the democrats won the house and yeah. he acted like a baby and he let the government shut down and it lasted like two months when it's yeah. like it went past christmas that was around that time that famous photo of him with the mcdonald's yeah yeah because there was no white house chefs or anything around so he, like they invited some team sport team in and they got them like aisle well, boxes and boxes of fast food it's one of the weirdest things ever yeah so I, well it is it is interesting because in a perfect world all the republicans will be talking about is this impeachment thing and all biden will be doing is saying like you need to pass a budget you need to you know and it'll it, the optics are just abysmal for the republicans like i said it will help marjorie taylor green her um constituents which are like basically mouth breathing pig hybrids uh they will love it you know um but like They're not in their sty right yes <laughs> they love it yeah yeah um so i don't know i mean when they when they stop when they're hunting for truffles yeah <laughs> right <laughs> uh but um i don't know i mean it's just it is what it is i think well, fetterman had the right reaction i think that's the the accurate reaction is like oh please don't do it you know because it, it's just going to backfire spectacularly especially yeah like it won't mean it'll go if it somehow even gets through the house it'll be completely destroyed in the senate it it's not make... even going to get taken up the senate won't even it'll be like with mcconnell and garland supreme court vote they just won't even do it it'll yeah. never they'll, they'll never schedule it there won't even be a vote so, so uh speaking of it though one of the head people in the in the republican side of congress one of the big 
proponents for uh, impeaching Joe Biden. Uh, she got uh, in, in removed or excised or whatever you want to say. Um, so I saw the story the other day that Lauren Boebert was kicked out of a, I guess there's a, you know, obviously there's Broadway, but yeah, the country in every major city and even smaller cities. There's Broadway productions. Um, yes. Get the same Re- regional theater, out. yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, like... It's fun. I've been to a bunch of that. theater that it's in Denver. Denver's a major city. Just Dallas has gotten, like... I remember when I was living in, da- uh, in that area and seeing, like, oh, the Book of Mormon's going to be there. You know? Yes. Obviously, yeah. you're not going to get Josh Gad and the other guy who was in that first run when it was on Broadway. Right. Who cares? Point being is, it was a story saying Lauren Boebert was asked to leave and then eventually kicked out because she wouldn't leave uh, because she was uh, singing along really loud and uh, was drunk. Vaping, which is really funny. That's the best. That's the chef's kiss of the scene. Such a piece of trash. Uh, And the story went out and I... I said, I posted the story. I was like, what an embarrassment. That thing got around pretty good. I, people were like, well, where's the footage? Like, I don't believe it. And I'm like, and yeah. I'm seeing more and more sources, Denver, like posts or whatever, like a whole bunch of different sources posted it. And then uh, one of the media outlets got the actual security footage yeah. from all the different camera angles. They were all put together of her being asked to leave. Uh, there's like black and footage of her getting taken out of the and then the of the actual chair taken out of her chair yeah yeah her and a boyfriend carried literally asked to leave escorted out the building and then also footage of her on the streets outside of it because there's cameras everywhere people don't yeah. realize it. and it is one of the funniest fucking things and it's pathetic i mean this woman is such trash it, this uh, is a congress person this person is Funk. We knew she was trash always. Yeah, her mom is trash. Like she's just a very trashy person. She she has like an arrest record for letting her dogs run loose in the neighborhood, and like I mean, just like yeah, her husband and her kids like terrorized the neighborhood. Um, And then like there was not too long ago, her now her ex husband uh was either beating her kid or whatever and the kid was mm. calling cops and she basically lied to the cops said everything's fine or whatever yeah um, this woman makes her kids hold guns and she takes photos of it and like smirks like as if like haha libs we're gonna i'm gonna murder your my kids are gonna murder you or something i don't know some veiled threat or whatever yeah. uh but yeah this one's she's just trash man and she's like like she just got divorced so you know she's like She's posting like pictures on her Instagram where she's like walking around the fields, like yeah, I know, I know. like I'm like this woman is literally putting out thirst traps. Yeah, I thought it was an ad for Farmers Only when I first she saw it. Yeah, Farmers Only, yeah, <laughs> Hogs Only. Uh, and she reminds me like I remember years ago there were several people on my Facebook who I either went to college or high school with. These mm-hmm. girls got divorced. Yeah. from their husbands and then like within months all sonic fee is like thirst trap photos of mm-hmm. them. Like, yeah. this is fucking weird and i remember like cracking up and that is exactly what's going on with bobert except bobert is a fucking congressperson yeah <clears throat> and on top of it like 
I don't know. This person, like, she tries to claim she's, like, religious and she has religious values. Like, her kid had a child out of, like, uh, her kid who's, like, 17 or whatever knocked up, like, a 14-year-old. Yeah, it's real gross. A proud 37-year-old or 36-year-old grandma. And I'm like, what? Like, okay. You know, I'm not trying to, like, put down anybody who's had a kid when they were younger or chose that kid or actually had a kid or whatever. Not, I want to make this sure. Not everybody, but there's something to be said about getting all the bullshit out of your system. Maybe you should wait till like you're in your late twenties, or maybe you should wait till your late thirties. If well, you really have kids, you know what? Having a kid at nineteen, it's really not a good thing. Not, yeah. I mean, not in our world today. Like, are you capable of having children? Yeah, you could have. Uh, the human body can produce it. We hear horror stories, especially during the whole uh, yeah. abortion thing where a 10 year old got pregnant, but that doesn't mean that 10 year old should be pregnant. That right. is our society does not nurture this. Our uh, The way our economy is structured, uh, being 19 and having a kid is not a good thing. You need to have other resources involved. I'm sure she dumped her kid on her mom or, or any other anyone yeah. around so she can go out and skank around or whatever. I guarantee you, you know, there's a movie that came out years ago. It was a Ben Affleck movie and it starred his brother Casey Affleck. And it was about like a kidnapping and this woman, uh this like she I forgot she's like this trashy ass woman and she's drunk all the yeah. time. And she just like and he's like the kid was missing and he's like, I gotta get the kid back even though this woman could give a fuck about her kid and then he find out like the lieutenant of the police actually has the kid and is raising it and he's like that's wrong he turns in the cop and gets <laughs> the kid back to her and she's just like pointing him off so she go out and get drunk and shit. Oh my god, that's literally Lauren Bobert. Like, yeah, Bobert is just like she's trying to put out this lie that she's a. Uh, this like conservative mom and she's religious and conservative values well she's just a fucking like another party bitch who's like you know the well the 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 not the irony but the weird thing is i read an article in i want to say politico or it's just some you know pop culture political magazine and like three or four days ago and the big headline was that lauren bober uh talks a lot of shit when she's in Washington DC but when she goes home to Colorado she's trying to present herself as a moderate and yeah. that well they offered a whole bunch of evidence that said like look she almost lost to this democrat last time like she's worried years. about she's worried about her uh upcoming race and so when she goes home all she talks about is like bread and butter issues or whatever you know how can i help yeah. you with it um Unlike you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, I don't know what to do with affordable housing. Fuck you, you know. And but but yeah, someone but, asked her a question. Wait, hold on, real quick. Someone asked Marjorie Taylor Greene a question or something like that, and she's like, I don't know, I don't have any answers for you. Yeah, it's like and, something that she should have an answer for. Right. That's that why is why that is her here? job. Why are you uh, here? If you don't know, then get the fuck out. And so, but anyway, so there's this big article, and I was like, oh fuck, you know, I hope. I hope Bobert doesn't go normal. And but then I thought to myself, I was like, no, Lauren Bobert is at her heart like a garbage can. She, of course, yeah. is going to do stupid shit. She's going to be the idiot who gets kicked out of a Hooters. She's going to be like all this. And so anyway, yeah, she's the kind of dumb fuck that starts a fight and her like she tries to get her boyfriend to like fight. Right. Like, so or she fights you. <laughs> like, then, 
And then like two days later, this Beetlejuice story comes out, and I'm like, that's exactly Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why is who... Lauren Brobert hanging out with Tim Scott? Is that his girlfriend? Angling for a VP slot. Um, that's exactly who I thought Lauren Bobert was. I I would have sworn Lauren Bobert is the kind of person who vapes in a theater, you know, a crowd of oh, theater. Yeah. She's vaping um, I would have sworn Lauren oh, Bobert's the... sweet, sweet plumes. Yeah. And, and it, it turns oh, out she makes O-rings, you know. <laughs> As it turns out, that I was right. That's exactly oh, who she is. The, her and they got it on film, and it looks exactly like how it looked in my head. She's wearing it's like, like this ill-fitted skanky dress and everything. And again, I'll say this, I'm not shaming her or anything like that, but she's a fucking congressperson. There should you know, and the funny thing is the right attack, we're talking about John Fetterman, the right attacks him because he'll wear like a hoodie. He yeah. does that and they attack him. But then it's like, but they don't give a fuck. They're just attacking him because he's ideological on the side and they, and they think he's an easy target. Yeah. But here's this fucking, uh, wait, this person walking around like Ted Cruz's call girl yeah. taking an ass out of herself at a, a fucking family, like a play. They said it's, it, yeah, there's like scenes where people laugh a lot and Beetlejuice says all kinds of things. Uh, not Beetlejuice and Howard Stern, to be clear. It's <laughs> well, classic Tim Burton film. Uh, she's like singing along. And it's like, bitch, yeah. she didn't sing along. It's a fucking... Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the thing. Is it, it, it is just so... Um, uh, this I, I'm going to say, it, even though it sounds like elitist or whatever, but it's like so uncultured. Like this is, I, I worked at a, a drug and alcohol rehab center for, for meth, meth addicted kids with criminal justice involvement in Portland, Oregon. I worked there for like three or four years. And what I would do is on, we would take these kids on field trips. These were kids 14 through 17, hardcore drug users a lot of them had gang involvement cr petty criminals or whatever some of them had serious criminal charges and i would take them to like operas we went to go see the merchant of venice in a pretty nice opera house in portland oregon and we would coach them ahead of time and say like look this is how you act this is what and we took them there they were fine they were fine they laughed at the right parts they yeah. paid attention they sat in their chairs no one tried to light a cigarette you know what i mean like they like no, well, they, there weren't vape pens back then, but representative in the house of the in the. It's, they, it's, every single one of them was better behaved than a sitting U.S. congressperson. Every single one of them, every single it, one of those kids. Again, it's funny, it's hysterical, but it's not because she sucks and she's like she's a bad faith actor, and yeah, she's trying to do two face where. It's like, like you said, DC's where she's like Fox News Bobert and mm -hmm. Max Bobert and goes along with the whatever right wing bullshit. But when I get home, that's when I work with people. And it's like, so, I mean, I think most people know that she's a trash bag. Like, and like I said, they, you know, she always gets compared to her, her uh, sister in arms, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. But I will say the difference, I think still that there's a strong difference between the two of them. Martell Green, I truly believe, I believe is a true believer to yeah. her bullshit. She is just, she is exactly what she is, which is like a conspiratory pushing, propaganda pushing. I think she horrible, yeah, talk money from Russia. She pushes Putin. She's constantly pushing, uh, like Putin, like rhetoric and shit, right? Uh, and but she is exactly 
there's no line. But I think Bobert is like just a failed actress who yeah. um is had she really she's just a straight up trash bag grifter. I don't think she believes in anything. I don't, I don't no. think she, she's too stupid to be even understand anything really. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, oh yeah. In in Marjorie like, in Marjorie Taylor Greene's spare time, she stalks uh mass shooting victims. Yeah. And in Lauren Bobert's spare time, she gets thrown out of regional <laughs> plays. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, like that's that's the difference. It's like um I just Marjorie... think that Lauren Bobert is just a straight up trash bag grifter. I don't think yeah. she really stands for anything. I mean, there is definitely something dangerous about her. She definitely oh, really has really bad connections. The fact that she was leading a tour of the Capitol right, for yeah. January 6th. The fact that she and her mom, too, is like there and in, in allegiance with her. Um, yeah. She's definitely like, but I think overall, at the end of the day, she's still just like a straight up, like full of shit, bad, just a bad actor. Like, the yeah, she's playing. Um, I mean, I'm sure her politics are truly awful and vile. Oh, yeah. But yeah. in the end of the day, she's just some fuck who wants to wants all the perks of being a congressperson, wants to make as much money as possible, enrich herself. She did. She's made millions over the years being being in her second term. She wants to have that permanent health care. I think she only has to get elected like one more time and she'll be, have access to health care for like literally yeah. her entire life if she gets another term. Um, and, you know, she just wants the celebrity. She wants to go on right-wing shows and be invited and be a featured guest, be a featured person mm -hmm. that, they will go to you know like he, he, so she sticks out and she's a character but i think at the end of the day she's she's this scuzzball and yeah. Yeah. The, the beetlejuice thing is funny but i mean is it's not like it's gonna matter i just hope that like <sighs> fucking those 500 people that voted for her that made the difference aren't here uh for multiple reasons of why they don't or they maybe changed their mind well have to vote for her let's and see after covid and flu season it won't yeah no no like the rights telling all these people not to get vaccinated i guess we yeah. could talk about uh is this next anyway no you know no. what just move this up and get it out of the way though. Yeah, yeah so jd vance who's the senator from uh ohio he's yep. another scuzzball he's like a peter teal plant he put out some stupid book years ago that liberals glommed onto like idiots and the media jumped on yeah. you need to understand the trump voter or whatever it was called like what was it called like hillbilly the, yeah hillbilly elegy yeah. um and the um, dude looks kind of like if the shoney's big boy had a beard is what he looks like i was gonna bring up shoney's for some reason not because of that like it probably subconsciously because of that yeah. he's a dead ringer for the shoney's yeah, he's or definitely fishers. a former shoney he was a shoney's big boy when he was a kid um and uh or i like call him the bob's big boy right shoney's big boy i might i don't fuck their mouth <laughs> sure whatever i'm not gonna argue with you here about this <laughs> he put out this book i it was in the senate and i guess he was proposing this bill or some really stupid idea where for the next 18 months the white house or anyone should not be able to allow to mandate or suggest any kind of covid or any type of restrictions that would be needed to yeah. uh, slow down the spread of a pandemic. I, you know what I, my theory is on that? I think oh. 
Go ahead. Well, the 18 months is literally goes into the election next year. So yeah, I think he was just trying to prevent like a COVID emergency that would allow people to vote by mail or something. Yeah. But the joke is, it's like, okay, so you want to have no mitigation, just like DeSantis said the same thing during the debate, like yeah. have no COVID mitigations or anything. So you're just going to let this thing spread like wildfire. Let me tell you, a lot of people in my area, I'm going to get the vaccine soon. There's a new one out. Well, that new one, yeah, it's out now. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely getting that. Uh, Probably get it next week. I'm almost thinking, like, should I get it sooner? But I don't know. Uh, I think but, it's like being rolled out this week. Your local stores may or may not have it. Lots of people wear more people than normal wearing masks around me. Yeah. Like, like when I went to the post office today, the people that work there both are wearing masks and they never wear, I've never seen mm-hmm. them wear masks. And I just think like, I know there's been supposedly outbreaks. I'm hoping like, I'm not getting any. I right. feel like if I do get it, it's going to be my kid who's going to bring it home to us because oh yeah, for sure. one that's sitting in a place with hundreds of people all day. It's just natural. That's why we wanted the kids to wear masks and stuff during the whole COVID thing because they were the ones that were going to bring it home. Yeah, yeah. Grandma. Yeah, I mean, that is all true. These fucking idiots. This guy's an idiot. I mean, he's not even, you know, he's not an idiot. I take that back. Cheney Vance not an idiot. Fucking ghoul. Yeah. He's a ghoul. It's just cynical. It's just, it's a ghoul. I mean, it's like, you know, we should have no COVID restrictions or just any type of restriction, like Ebola or anything, you know, like, let it just run like fire. We, you know, we can't it just be never made, made any sense to me why you would commit to that. Why you would commit to that. You know right. what I mean? Like, why would you, I mean, what, who knows what's going to happen? There's a pandemic that literally kills you if you breathe it in wrong. Oh, uh, well, there's nothing we can do about it because we signed the J.D. Vance bill. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, why would you hem yourself in? J.D. Vance in? is like on a helicopter out of this country going like oh, to totally. Ave in Antarctica. Like, He's... later, guys. See you later. I got, yeah. I got I'm hanging out with Peter Thiel. We're, we'll be back when the virus kills like 70% of the planet or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it just it makes no sense. And it's purely performative and for show. Um, DeSantis came out today and said that no one under 65 should get the new vaccine in Florida. Why? He said it's not proven. No, no, science isn't there yet. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Wiz over there. Florida's ravaged by COVID. I mean, Florida's been hit really hard. Just seems so stupid. Like, I don't know. I mean, I look, I don't respect the make your own decision people either i mean i think that government officials should come out and, and promote this if we look if we have a science we're like sorry if you're in a federal building you have to wear a fucking mask right or you can't be in here yeah i mean like that's the approach you take and and i i do get people politicians saying like look i think the vaccine is safe but you know if you don't then you don't have to get it but if you don't get it then you know i mean like I, I get some nuance there, but like they've just gone full. I don't know. It, it, it's none of it makes any sense. Shady Vance is a horrible person. Ron DeSantis is horrible. But yeah, um, these are awful people. They're so like they they have no nothing is there's nothing found to it. So like you said, it's all cynical. It's like yeah. it's like why eighteen months, JD Vance? Right. Like what do you like? the pandemic comes now or we can't do anything the 18 months <laughs> like, what the mm-hmm. fuck and again most of the people it's already been proven 
you're hurting yourself politically. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with all these companies that fire people. And they're like, well, how come no one's buying our streaming service? Right, like, yeah. oh, no one has any fucking money. And they don't give a fuck about the adventures of Boo Boo Goo Boo, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. they don't give a fuck about uh, the Blue Devil or I don't know. So it's the same thing. It's like, oh, why why do Democrats keep winning and the Republicans keep losing? I don't know. Because he told all his supporters not to have any COVID mitigations. And a lot of them, you he told them not to get vaccinated because it was filled with devil juice. Uh, yeah. And now they're dead, and you wonder well, why. Then. And they want, or they're not, they're out of commission. Yeah. It's well, like, it is. Ahead, we are. Ahead. I'm going to say we we are going to see a lot more of this, though. You know, I mean, like, um, I I can't imagine too many. Rep- I guess we're talking about the Republican primaries too. I can't imagine any other Republicans really taking a different stance. You know, I mean, all of them are anti-COVID common sense they decided to lock themselves into this yeah all it's like you said like what did you say about like why would you uh force yourself to commit to these same parameters it's like the republicans can't really come out and be like all sudden like yeah guys we need to take this like seriously and you're like well why weren't you serious before oh no this one's more serious than the last serious one even even if it's not covid even if it's like you said another infectious disease or let's say it's like a a environmental disaster even like a climate thing like how is how's ron DeSantis going to tell people to evacuate now you know or how's a a right-wing politician in arizona going to tell people like hey you need to stay indoors because it's 130 degrees out you know, and uh, they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, freedom. Yeah, but again, it's like I can't believe I, I lost by a couple of percentage to the Democrat in this red area. It must be voter fraud, right? Maybe you killed all your constituents. Yeah, because they listened to you. I mean, again, how many times we hear this fucking stories from nurses and stuff about the dying COVID patients who were la- asking. On their deathbed, if they could have the vaccine, and yeah. being told, "Yeah, it's too late, buddy. That's not how vaccines work." Yeah, you listen to horrible, bad faith people. Yeah, and there's a lot of like big name celebrities that did that. You know, I mean, like uh, uh, that died. I'm not talking about just Herman Cain, but I remember a string of people like right wing radio DJs and you hear all the time some pastor yeah. or right wing radio yep, DJ. pastors and yeah. So whatever. They never learn. And then whenever one of them died, the other one, one of them would just go up and say, "Oh, it's a psyop." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a clearly a Fed, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. federal government's like, you're on to us. <laughs> get more people in there to pretend to be Feds. Wow. Why are they always a Fed when they get caught? But when they're yeah. not, when they're doing it. They're fine. Yeah. It's like a January six was filled with all kinds of. Patriots, but when it when it went into a when they all got caught, all of a sudden these people were now feds. Yeah, Democrats. Yeah, that's always been kind of puzzling. It's fucking stupid. All right. Uh, right. Well, speaking of fucking stupid, (laughs) GOP primaries. Isn't there a debate coming up soon? There's. I think there's a debate coming up real soon. Um, Uh, Let me see. Yeah. Second GOP primary debate it's gotta be soon 
September 27th. So All right, couple, that's like in two weeks, yeah. So we'll see who makes it and everything like that. But, uh, you know, there's been a couple of things. We're at like a well, we will not see Trump with this one. Uh, right. Trump will be busy in court. Do you see he's trying to like get some judge removed and I guess they have to take it seriously or something? Yeah, he's trying to get Judge Chutkin removed and she is the uh, the judge. Georgia judge? Or... No, that is a different judge. That's one of the other 50 indictments he has. Yeah, maybe it is Chutkin in um, uh, Georgia. Why do they have to uh, even consider it? Well, I mean, if you make a, if you appeal something, you have to consider it. You can't just say, you can't just like ignore it. Like okay. it's a, you know, even if it's like going to be summarily dismissed. And from what I understand, it will be. Uh, the, their paperwork is kind of flawed. They've kind of like twisted well, her I mean, words a little. Trump's main goal is to try to uh, delay, debase, de- delay, and uh, you know. I'm trying to think of the word, like, so people don't take any of these judges seriously. Yeah. Like, uh, if if he's, uh, he just creates such chaos. Yeah, he legitimize the court. He creates so much chaos that it's hard. Um, it's hard to control him. You know, I mean, it's, most most people have like a fundamental respect for the law, and or their resources force them to have a fundamental respect for the law. But he doesn't but, have to. He doesn't have to. And he's like, I don't know, he's got a lot of people enabling him to not. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to go on forever, but. Uh, well, he won't be at the next debate. Either. Right. But uh, I guess a couple things came out. What, one of them, what was the DeSantis thing you want to talk about with the debate? Or just the primary in general? Well, this, I mean, DeSantis is, is floundering terribly. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, that's that's not going anywhere. Um, and he is there's like a lot of kind of back channel stories about him maybe dropping out and challenging uh, Rick Scott in Florida. Yeah. But Florida itself is kind of like falling apart at the seams. I mean, it, it really is. And he's like, I don't know, just d- doing dopey photo ops and cornfields and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite it, was, uh, did you see that one where he he shut down a. A, a, a veteran oh yeah a veteran a black veteran and he like just i i gotta find the clip i guess but i guess i'm trying to think it was basically about like the veteran brought up like hey you're literally saying that slavery was like okay yeah and uh, desantis got all super defensive and angry and the crowd of course was cheering for desantis all four of them and DeSantis feels real empowered when he's surrounded by people who support him and he holds the, the mic. He's know? a bully. He is. He's like a, a classic bully. Um, it's a shame that he's been given so much power because he's really done like a lot of damage to Florida that's going to be very difficult yeah, he to would un- be a horrible. Undo. He would be an absolutely horrible president. Only the shittiest people would like him. He would be he would put resources into like the worst things. It, literally half of it would be about taking people's rights away or taking yeah. free- the freedom of speech guy that, that Joe Rogan said he is would be the guy who would take away your freedom of speech in a heartbeat. Yeah. So um, I don't, I don't know. I it's, Oh, go ahead. No, well, go ahead. You say it. And I'll, I'll tell you. Well, it's only lately that I've really, really begun thinking. And you said it uh, first that Pence probably has a shot in this Republican primary. Yeah. But before you get to that, DeSantis is doing one pathetic attempt to like, try to like, 
come up with a new argument. And I knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think he would be the one to do it right away. I figured, like, if he was leading in the primary, if he was leading polls, you would hear the narrative being pushed by the media that he's younger, that he's like half of Biden's age almost, that he brings it. He has a young family and he brings new ideas, even though his ideas are rehashed ideas from the 1500s. He, yeah. he said that in an interview. He basically is like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm young. I'm, uh, you know, I'm half of Biden's age. I'm, and I'm like, oh, God. I knew this was going to happen at some point because he's desperate and this is, he's going to play this card. And it's like, well, that's the well, only that's the case. You might as well vote for Tim Scott. He's young. He's not old. You know, that's the only, like, they've done a lot of, he's not that old. They've done a lot of research. The only thing people don't like about Biden is that he's old. And that's that bullshit. the one thing that gets used against him, but you cannot, you cannot push that and then be silent when it comes to Trump. Trump is literally only a few years younger than him, and Biden is clearly in better physical shape yeah. than fucking Trump is. Trump looks like fucking ass, and he was out of the public for like a month. He finally yeah. did like some count, like some South Carolina, uh, what was in South Dakota, he did like mm-hmm. a rally or whatever. But they said he was like barely seen for like a month. Of course, he was going to like taking a mug shot and everything like that. They said, man does not look healthy. And mm-hmm. the media, they, they they push that fucking bullshit about Biden being old. Yeah, of course his age is like, if I had, if Biden was 20 years younger, would that be better? I mean, oh, uh, sure. Yeah, but you know what? Anyone could fucking die at any moment, at any time. Like, can you make the argument say that Biden could die? <laughs> his chances of dying are quicker than like someone who's 40? Sure. Yeah, sure, but that doesn't matter. We're, we're not yeah. invulnerable at 40. We can come down with all kinds of sicknesses or get just get hit by a car. I mean, like, it, it's a stupid it's a stupid argument, and if you're going to make that argument, then you have to make the same argument against Trump and talk about his age, his mental well-being, and his physical health. Yeah. If, well, if, I th- if that's I think, the parameter you're setting up. Yeah, and I don't think Trump is going to really lean into that argument. Um, no, I'm talking about the media. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, you're right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Trump I tried doing that. Trump tried doing that during the debate. He tried pushing that Trump that Biden has brain dead, and Biden's just like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> like, well, I'm not too worried about the polls because it's too early anyway. And if they say, "Do you like Biden or someone else?" It's really easy to say someone else. But then if you say, "Do you like Biden versus this person?" Then it gets a little more difficult. Yeah, because um, you attach a name. You can't just, I mean, a blanket. You know, it was like when they said, like, I remember back in during Trump presidency, like a generic Democrat will beat Trump in the presidency. Yeah. Well, okay, now put a name there, and then all of a sudden that changes drastically. It does, yeah. It more, or it could go down way more. Uh, but, yeah, you were saying, okay, so I said some, there's a funny clip. Let me see if I can find it, of Mike Pence. It really, it's really good. I mean, like I, I was really kind of taken aback by it. Like um, the bar is so low. We didn't think he was that true that he had any ability of being funny. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Let's play that again. Yeah, yeah. So some Trump supporter is in Iowa. He's yelling at him, and uh, let's see. Oh, that broke. That was that broke up a that little. That guy bit. is so funny. The, the, no, I mean that is funny. It's like, well, I'm going to put him down as a maybe. Yeah. He, 
I really do believe at this point that I can end up seeing Mike Pence being the nominee. Oh, yeah. For Again, I do not want this guy to be president. I don't no. want any Republican to be president. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Not this party. None of these people. No, not in this day and age. Maybe yeah. like 20, 30 years now, if they're completely removed and their politics flipped, I have no idea. You know, parties flip and shit happens in sure. decades. But as of right now, where most of them are like taking their orders from right wing media and Russia, anti science, yeah, anti science, yeah. other fascistic movements around the country. Uh, no, uh, when you know that they'll they'll pardon the January 6 people, they'll do right. like. You, you can't have people like we we need them to go away for another four years we cannot we need to have like just some like something right you know the environment they're so anti-environment they're so they won't recognize they won't do anything about it they'll just keep they will keep opening up lands and drilling in areas that should not be touched and unleashing god knows what kind of viruses trapped in permafrost around the world. right you know What's his face? Uh, what's that famous uh, professor? Noam Chomsky. Oh, He's yeah, yeah. saying the greatest threat to this world is the Republican Party. Yeah, probably. Of any... No, it's not probably. He's 100% right. Yeah. If you look at the past couple of decades, what they've done, and the environment, wars, and everything like that, they are worse than almost any... I'm talking about... I'm talking yeah, about causation and stuff. Something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like... He he brings. I mean, it may sound a little uh, uh, provocative, a little mm. like he's trying to hit you in the head with something, but he is like pretty much right. It is an yeah. accurate depiction. But Mike Pence, I could see coming out and ending up taking the primary. Like he will, he will. There will be like an upset in Iowa, and he, he'll be like either number two or number yeah. one. I can and, see him as a consensus candidate saying. With a lot of different people saying, okay, he wasn't my first choice, but he's he could be like a bunch of people's second choice, which could be how he'd get I mean, in there. you look at his debate performance, you look at like how he had was commanding, how he took on that Vivek schmuck, how he like yeah, you know, he he said all the right notes. He again is a is a horrible pig monster. He's but he has been around. He knows how to do this. Help AIDS blow up in his state when he yeah. was governor. Like, but he is more competent than Ron DeSantis is just a paper tiger. Is that the yeah. proper term? Yeah, yeah. He because he's without like a bunch of shit there for him to work with. He's nothing. He can't nothing. lead. You see him when he's like by himself. He's like he looks like he has no idea what to do. Yeah. With no confidence. He looks miserable as fuck. He looks like his wife bosses him around all the fucking time. She and she cool. looks, she's a dead ringer for Rita Repulsa. She's like, again, I say, it, and I'm not saying like, oh, how dare a woman do this? I'm not, I'm saying that's what he looks like. Yeah. And she looks like one of those women from The Handmaid's Tale, like the teal woman. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. sit there while their husbands like have sex with a young handmaiden. <laughs> God. And then she does that weird fake birth thing they mm. did. Remember that? Where the other yeah. struggling and then she does like the acting and they're all like yeah. still weird. Now this woman I think had like 30 kids though so I'm not trying to take away her her uh, birthing uh, sure. <laughs> prowesses or anything. But that's just how they come off. I mean yeah. but I could just see Pence just 
because they who are they going to have? The Republicans are going to have to nominate someone at the end of the day. Now, will Trump voters vote for Pence? Probably not, mm. since they wanted to murder him. Yeah, but I could see enough of them vote for him to get out of the primaries. What? I could see enough of them vote for him to get out of the primaries, get him out of the primaries, like advance him to the nomination. Trump, right? No, I could see, look, if you got all the people that are going to vote for Trump, if Trump's legal problems continue to escalate, I could see enough Trump people shifting over to Pence. I'm not talking about the oh. real MAGA people. I'm talking about the people now that would be like, you're just yeah, gonna vote Trump. for any Republican. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just your standard I, Republican, right? Some some of those people probably vote want to vote for Trump because they think he has the best shot. If it becomes clear that he doesn't have a great shot, they'll they'll shift. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Whatever. Pence still sucks, but I could just I could just see it happening. You know, he has yeah. he was the VP, United States, classically. Classic on an election, mm -hmm. uh, VPs run, uh, uh, and they tend to lose, <laughs> yeah, true, especially on the democratic side. Unfortunately, yeah. um, let's see what VPs have lost. Uh, Al Gore, uh, yeah. what's his face in '84? He lost, he was uh, a, wasn't he Jimmy Carter's P VP? Mondale, yeah, Walter Mondale. Mondale. Was it Walter Mondale? Gosh. That's a good question now. He was, um, he was Carter's VP, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. Ford, who was Nixon's VP. Right. I mean, unfortunately, Biden was Obama's VP, but. Right. But so, there's a gap. I mean, there's a. Biden's also, but Biden's also president. I'm saying usually what you see, Al Gore was a VP, right? Wasn't he a VP? Yeah. Or he was VP Clinton's candidate? VP. What? No, he, Al Gore was Clinton's VP. Not Al Gore, the other guy, the guy who ran against Clinton, the the guy who had like a hand that didn't work, and Norm McDonald would impersonate him in the nineties. Oh, Bob Dole. Bob Dole wasn't he? No, I think he was a VP candidate. No, who did he? Uh, who was George W. Bush's? Uh, or I mean George oh, Dan Bush Senior. Dan Quayle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean Bob Dole. He was somebody's. He was a senator. Was he, was he like a, a VP for four? Um, I know Bob Dole was a senator, but I think he was a VP. I don't think he was a VP. Uh, yeah, I, I President Gerald Ford chose Dole as his running mate in 1976. The vice president, Nelson Rockefeller, withdrew from seeking a full term. The Ford Dole ticket were defeated by Jimmy Carter. So he was. He was a VP candidate. He was. Yeah. Okay. He was okay. a candidate. Well, um, I could just. You know what? We'll see. I don't think I think Pence would be a great foil for Biden as well, in that he will be such a, a what do you call it like a heel? Yeah, I can like see that. Women's rights away and being anti-LGBT and all that, yeah. and then and, you know, and he'll try to be like, oh, we're not any of that. We just believe, yeah. in, God just believe in the America of our forefathers. You know, we just believe that when you. You put a woman in the lake, and if she's <laughs> innocent, then she will float. And yeah. if she's guilty, then she's a witch, and she Simpler will fly on, on fire, out of the water. I always love that. That the Oh, I guess she was innocent. Right. Dead. Get your fish her out. 
Get that innocent lady out, that innocent dead lady out of the water. Non witch. I could see him being all for that. He could, I could see him dressed like a pilgrim. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he's got strong uh, pilgrim vibes. (laughs) Well, I don't even know how this connects. Uh, (laughs) Another candidate, Tim Scott. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, I mean, it's funny because I don't even know why anyone waste a minute on this guy. So now he's not going to be the nominee. No, it's not going to happen. No, nope. uh, I mean, maybe it could. I don't know. Probably not. But, you know, for years, they've been there's been accusations about him. Uh, you said he was like a weird religious virgin. Uh, yeah. Have a girlfriend. There's like stories that there's a funny conspiracy. I, I'm fine with this conspiracy. I'm not a big conspiracy. I mean, like, I'll yeah. listen them but this one i believe that he is lindsey graham's secret husband and yeah, I, I can see that I, they're both in the same state i can think it's i think it is very viable this is 100 percent true i've uh talked to a lot of sources about this <laughs> uh legit sources we uh and uh they're going to be on tucker carlson to talk right. about <laughs> uh, <laughs> that guy that tucker carlson yeah it? Well, I want you to think about it. The guy was like a literal crackhead who was a male prostitute or something like that. Yeah. And my favorite, this is the, the if anyone's, we talked about this last week. Tucker Carlson interviewed this guy uh, who claimed Obama had uh, smoked crack with him and had gay sex with him. Yeah. And uh, back in like before 2004 or something like that, uh, in like the late 90s. And I guess, I didn't know about this, but I guess, because I don't watch Fox News or other right-wing media, mm-hmm. this guy was doing the rounds a lot around 2008. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. He's been completely discredited. The guy took a a, a uh, lie detector and he failed. And failed it, yeah. But the best thing about this guy, though, is somebody pointed this out. Dude, you were ugly as fuck. Why did Obama <laughs> fuck you? <laughs> Obama's right. a good-looking person. Who has something really funny? He's like Barack Obama always had attention to be in higher office. Why would he risk it going out in the open into in the middle of a city to have gay sex and smoke crack? Yeah, none of that made any sense. (laughs) The I think the um the uh Tim Scott story is a little sad. In that um, he's clearly like there's something clearly different about him, and I don't just mean because he's like a he's black like a, man a, in the Republican Party on Howard Stern. <laughs> right. No, but he's things. he he. I don't know if he like has a girlfriend. I don't know if he's gay. I don't I don't know any of that. But I know right. But I know that like he's uncomfortable talking about it. And people are making him talk about it. And that sucks. You know, I mean, I, I don't I like feel that. bad for him. To, I mean, I don't feel bad because his politics are horrible. And he said, like, horrible shit about trans people on stage in the last debate. And, like, oh, you know, he's a he's a right winger. I mean, at the end of the day, he's all about cutting taxes and losing, removing all regulations. That's really, in the end of the day, what they're all about. But I remember, like, during the whole George Floyd protest, he talked about how, and this is when he was senator, he was pulled over like five times being yeah. first of all i'm like well hold on i know there's a racial connotation here but like dude are you like constantly speeding or like <laughs> is this a huge thing and not a... <laughs> right but unfortunately no there's probably a lot of truth to it yeah and i'm like no that, I'm like okay you recognize that there is this bigotry that exists obviously being a black person 
from America and from the South. But dude, do you ever like think that maybe, just maybe, you might be in the wrong party? Like, right. Like, I can't believe the leopard face eating party ate my face. Right. It's it so does seem weird. Accusations is that because I guess he supposedly has a girlfriend who lives in Canada and he won't introduce her to anyone. Right. What if his girlfriend's just like his hand, like that? Right. Puppets. <laughs> Senior like, Wenceslas. Like, yeah, he puts like, the lipstick and he brings her out on stage. Imagine that. It's like the next debate. Uh, like, oh, you know, everyone's asking, like, where's my girlfriend? I'm like, all right, you know what? Uh, we'll just call her Cheryl. I have no idea. <laughs> Cheryl, come on out here. And he just pulls his hand out from under the podium. And it's like one of those things, like the lipstick. Yeah. And like the wig. And he... And, He's like, Sir, right, Sir, right. <laughs> or he just turns around and does one of those things where it looks like someone's hugging him. Right. And yeah, he, he just yeah. painted his nails just like on one hand. So yeah. Like, it is yeah. it is sad until you realize like he does not want to talk about his uh romantic life or whatever, but he's like a hundred percent willing to legislate it for other people. Right. Yeah. You know, like, he's like he's, oh, you don't want to have your personal life be uh <laughs> You know, inspected and right. judged or whatever, but you have no problem putting in rules and laws that will hurt all kinds of people of different, yeah, uh, you know, sexual orientations and uh, religions, races, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, so I, yeah, it's hard to have sympathy for him, and it's like, dude, what do you expect, man? You're a black dude in the Republican Party. Yeah. He's a bachelor. Running for president in the Republican Party. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah, you should have saw this one coming down the road. Can you see your husband coach you? Lady yeah. G, whatever his name is? <laughs> Wait. Did Lady G coach you? Again, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I do believe, I think that would be a very funny conspiracy. Dude, I keep seeing, though, I like, I would hear it for years back in the day, but not much. The right is like really pushing hardcore. I see it all the time now. Of Mike calling Obama's wife Mike, and that yeah, I have seen that, yeah, and that the kids were like they are just like it's like constant. Maybe because like Twitter's loaded with like I think now, yeah, like, I think it gets like, amplified on Twitter. I don't, and, and now that I say that out loud, I think that's the only place I really see that. Um, I wonder, like one besides the fact that you know they're racist and uh anti-trans and everything like that but do you think like another reason is because there is this like this they want to discredit michelle obama as much as possible because there is this still like there's this belief that she could run for president and that she would yeah and if you just keep defaming her you you constantly attack her even when she's like not in the limelight and she's not yeah i don't know i don't know yeah, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think Michelle Obama's ever going to run for anything. To be honest, I mean, I think no, I don't think so either. I think she's pretty. I don't think she even liked I being first lady or living in the. Yeah, she tried being like, "Hey guys, want to eat a vegetable?" And they were like, right. "You bitch, I'm gonna communist. Eat- you communist bitch, I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of corn syrup." Oh, Everyone damn. in Tuberville starts shoving those carrots in their yeah, ears and stuff. Like, fuck, I'll fuck your carrot before I eat it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I don't think she and I I read her book, uh, Becoming, and I read Obama's first, well, his second book, uh, the first one about his presidency. And in both of those, it seems real clear that 
Michelle Obama wanted no part of that. You know, she was happy to do her part while she was there. I don't know. But... I feel like they they feel the need to say bullshit like that. Like, oh, I never wanted to be the first lady, but fine, I'll do it. And I, 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 I didn't want to be president, but I fell into it. Cold. Yeah, I well, look, I think she was. Me and I said, God, what? I think she definitely enjoyed the perks while she was there, but I think if it were up to her, she would they would not have done that. I think she would have been fine with him staying as a senator or whatever right. and calling it a day. Uh, uh well, my know. my favorite well, thing uh before we what your volume cut out. Again? Can yes. you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Um I still think though. One of my favorite things before we move on to the next thing, and I guess this leads into Trump anyway, that the right still pushes MAGA chuds to this day, still push this thing that Trump sacrificed his wealth, sacrificed his well-being, sacrificed to save the country and the economy and from the evil blood libel Democrats Uh, or whatever. And he sacrificed his wealth, even though every time you hear a story that like he made like $3 billion while being president or some insane shit, that is still to this day one of my favorite like funny things. Like this guy was known for being this selfish ghoul. Oh, he gave up everything to be president. Yeah, he gave up everything. That's why he charged people to like stay. He charged the Secret Service to stay at his resorts. Yeah. That's that's like a huge. He literally charged the American taxpayer for him to play golf on his golf course. That's his greatest projection is that kind of stuff. Did you see one of the funniest things that come out of 9-11, which is a strange thing to say. <laughs> so many. Funny which things. one? One of those my favorite is the meme that gets used. It was funny even back then. I don't care what anyone says. When uh, George Bush is like a aide or whatever says to him, whispers the second tower. Yeah, been, yeah. That's not exactly what he said, but that was a, it turned into a meme like years later. And it's just his face reaction. Yeah. And it's like one of the, it was even funny back then. So he was reading like a kid's book, My Pet, My Pet Goat. Goat. So, yeah. yeah. And he's just <clears throat> like, uh, and he just continues reading it <laughs> while the country's under attack. You just got to say, Gotta go do president stuff, kid. Right. If you want to read about my pet goat, go to your local library. Yeah, this is before the Republicans shut them down, so there were yeah, local yeah, libraries. Yeah. Okay. This is... Like, or go to your bookstore and make sure you buy a copy and don't share it because that's <laughs> communist. Uh, there was a me. There's all these people pushing that Donald Trump went down to the wreckage. On 9-11. Yeah, I saw a guy. Yeah. dig bodies out. Now, people oh, got to the point where people were making, like, AI of him as a fireman. Really pathetic stuff. But they were. They were really pushing his meme that, like, after 9-11 happened, he went down there, and he was in the wreckage. He pulled bodies out. He was there. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What planet do you fucking people live on? The only thing Trump did was he got interviewed. I don't know. If it might have even been like that fucking day. And he was bragging about how his building now was the tallest building in the yeah. <laughs> I've seen fucking... <laughs> Carrie Lake texted died. a photo. What? Carrie Lake texted a, uh, uh, tweeted a photo of him, Trump, 
in front of the you know d down near uh lower manhattan where that yeah. was uh and um uh she claimed that was him on 9 11 like showing up to help and it was immediately debunked as having been taken like years before and he was just there on like a regular trip you know downtown or whatever um it's uh, the whole right-wing lionization of trump is just kind of comical i mean it's, it's it's insane yeah but i mean like that was like one of the things i saw that day on 9-11 i was like what come on man like you you don't have to make up this bullshit yeah it, 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 it wasn't and if you like okay regardless of what you think of trump if he wasn't there, that doesn't ruin him as a person. No, I mean, anything else that ruins him as a person. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like you probably should have stayed away unless you were a first responder. You yeah, know? so Trump got mesothelioma and died fifteen Great. minutes ago. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Speaking of uh, guys who, though, usually. <laughs> throw their political opponents out windows yeah uh, poison to death uh vladimir putin came out and said that trump is being treated unfairly yeah yeah i don't i don't know what the end game is for comments like that because clearly putin is aware of um the the knock against trump being that he's so close to putin so when putin says something like that it's hard to tell what his motivation is like is he trying to hurt trump or help him or uh... I think the problem is there's this weird thing about maga people where they'll tell you that that's all a lie russia 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 but then they're like haha he really isn't tied with putin yeah. too like they're in on it they're in on the joke like take that libs and it's yeah like... it is a weird uh uh paradox of sorts you know Charges um, political persecution. Russian president says cases against Republican nominee expose U.S. weakness. Yeah, okay. Get the fuck out of here. Again, this guy, one, is literally a dictator. Yeah, he, yeah. He, only time he was not president or what a premier, whatever the fuck they're called over there, was when he put a puppet in for yep. four years and then came back again. He literally showed footage of what the Russians do after elections, where there's one woman working who is an election worker dumping the <laughs> literally put stuff covering it, and you see in the background her dumping the votes. Like, yeah, it is a joke. And the, anytime there's any type of political rival against Putin, these people usually don't make it out alive. Yeah, they they like are in a car wreck or they're they turn purple one day uh all sorts of weird stuff it is it is true the only thing i really have to say about it is i i do wonder like what putin's end game is by saying that like it's Again, hard it's just to attack the united states delegitimize our election yeah i think that's he's gonna and the fact is at the end of the day why does putin want trump to be president well one he knows that like on day one trump will strip aid to the yeah, ukraine. ukraine yeah uh that's one and he'll open more. I mean, the whole this is all like a money making opportunity, you know, to get more yeah. access to uh, important areas that they can export and import oil. It's just it, yeah. oh, shit show. And this guy's a, <laughs> I know it's like who's falling for this shit? And then you see all these douchebags that are like, you're pushing Russia gate, but then like <laughs> this happens. And, and 
Where are those uh, where are those assholes now? When this guy comes out and literally just says, obviously, I favor Donald Trump. He is my guy because he's literally my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I said uh, when he said that, uh, you know, Putin calls Trump charges political persecution. It was Trump poisoned or thrown out of a window. And yeah. Dissidents in Russia got to be banging for that type of <laughs> Seriously. Like. This one guy wrote him, a KGB officer is raging as main asset in America got arrested. It's a fine day indeed. <laughs> uh, and this one person wrote, those were accidents, <laughs> poisoning and the getting thrown out of a window. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. There's really nothing else to say about that. Speaking of another guy who probably also has ties to Putin. Yeah, Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, okay, that's so is this a recent thing or was this early in the in early okay, I, I think in it's Trump. both. I think I think a while ago there was uh Elon Musk put Starlink satellites over the Ukraine um that were supposed to provide internet access or whatever. And uh and but lately it, it was revealed that the Ukrainians and I, I'm a little unclear on the details if they wanted these Starlink things turned on or off, but they wanted. I think they Star wanted them off at the point when they were about to do something. Yes, they were going to the, the Elon Musk has said he thought the Ukrainians were going to attack Russian ships in a harbor uh, and he turned it off because he didn't want to contribute to that. And the a lot of people are saying that this is a Logan Act violation, meaning that Elon Musk is engaging in foreign policy on his own. You know, uh, he's deciding the outcome of <clears throat> wars or, you know, countries' objectives and wars. And I think that's a good argument. I think that he is. He put I think... out this thing like, I am a citizen of the United States. The United States is my... And it's like, dude, you're fucking like kind of committed treason. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's treason, but I do know it's it's wrong because well god only goes against america's interest on a global scale yeah. well in theory like if this is the case if he broke uh the law of the ukraine and the ukraine has got a i don't know if we have an extradition treaty with ukraine but let's say we do uh then the ukraine can say well we want him brought in on charges and then we would extradite him you know if, that, if that's how that works um any way you cut it it's it's kind of bullshit that he's making these calls on his own. Just some fucking moron out in the. Just remember though that this fucking guy, you know, he said he was going to buy Twitter and he didn't want to. He didn't want to spend the money. It was already gone down in value immensely after the number he gave. And then, like around the time they said he was going to get it or whatever, or it was time to shut up and get it or not, he puts out this weird tweet, basically siding with Russia on the whole. Yeah. Invasion, the invasion of Ukraine. He's pretty much siding with Russia. And then the next day it was announced that he purchased Twitter. And I thought that right. was kind of odd. It's just, it is weird. The whole thing is weird. Um, it doesn't, uh, it just doesn't add up. It's like, this would be a good idea in any any way. Um, but he's done it, you know. And, and I think the the one thing that makes me hesitate to comment on it too much is that no, no U.S. person, no government person has come out and commented on it. 
and said like we agree or disagree with this or whatever. So yeah, it is odd. But like, if that's the case, this fucking he should have contracts stripped. Yeah, he should be stripped of like those contracts that he makes billions from. Or he should be. I mean, like the U.S. allows a lot of this stuff to happen. Like you can't just you know put satellites up. You know, I don't think. I mean, if they're going to be. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. But like, mostly this was a very strategic thing and he fucked it up. And it like basically, like, there's a reason why this thing is still going. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how true this is or not. But if if Ukraine was able to actually, uh, were able to do what they wanted to do without the interference of, with, you know, without the interference of Musk, that there's a potential chance that this or whatever would have definitely turned more against Putin. Another thing that that is a little bothersome for me, and like I'm not, I don't like Elon Musk at all. But like, if I had, um, Senate today, what he was at the Senate today, him and all the other. Oh, if I had a satellite, you know, and the Ukraine asked me to do something with it, um, I don't know that I have any obligation to do that or not do that. You know what I mean? Like, but I do know that me me making some decisions based on hurting or helping another country is where it lapses into foreign policy. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, we shouldn't have a fucking billionaire asshole. No. Deciding the fate of like conflicts and everything. And then again, this is like that bullshit. Like, Oh, I'm donating free Starlink. Oh, pray to, I am amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we shouldn't be at the mercy of fucking assholes like no. this. No. Yeah. Guy sucks well, ass. All right. He does. He does. Speaking of sucking ass, which is a <laughs> pastime, is a uh, a, pa- a common pastime in the town of Tuberville. Tuberville, yeah. Who drink their milk out of ass cups. <laughs> pour milk in your ass and drink it. And they're like, this is how you drink milk. In Tuberville, yeah, that that is a uh, real. <laughs> Tommy Tuberville is he's a he's a dumb one. Um, a dumb uh, one. He's I, a senator of Alabama. He beat out a competent senator. Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, it was oh geez, I, I, Bob, jo- Bob. Was it Bob, Bob Jones? Jones? No, isn't it Bob Jones like a? He's a religious guy. Not like the guy, yeah, Bob Jones University. Yeah, it, it was something, Doug Jones. Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. Doug yeah. Jones, famous for being a Democratic senator for one term. He, not even a term, I think he literally was, was it literally just like two years? He no, I think he special, got a full term. Oh, it was a special election. And no, nah, I think it was literally only four Okay, years. yeah, that could it be. Was a special election where you take over the role. He beat out a, a pedophile. Yep. And he got literally like a half a percentage of vote i know that's a you know the republican party that's so concerned about uh child endangerment and all stuff they somehow love voting for pedophiles all the time well tuberville tommy tuberville has for months blockaded any military promotions because he wants the military to not allow women to travel if they want an abortion so uh he wants if a, a female soldier uh, is impregnated. He wants her like confined to quarters until she gets found and pregnant. Yes, With, uh, so barefoot but, in the kitchen. But he's swearing he didn't realize. 
the this and then he's like well it doesn't matter if they don't have that anyway he he's really kind of shown that he has no real clue as to how government works or what anything does he's just he wants his way and he's gonna pout until he gets it and i've seen this guy talk in a bunch of different at a bunch of different times he's he's like dumb as fuck and i i say that and i I mean, like sometimes I'll say, right? He's an NFL football coach. NFL football coach. A lot of times I'll say someone's dumb, and I don't like really mean it. I just mean like I don't like their positions, or that maybe they're they're portraying themselves to be really smart when they're really just. uh, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, or they're really just of average intelligence. But I remember telling you over the week, this guy seems like dumbest guy at Red Lobster, dumb. Like not. not, specifically like, red lobster yeah the like, average intelligence i guess at a red lobster is uh cheddar bay biscuit yeah i mean <laughs> it's just that's no knock on red lobster and then their biscuits are great but like i don't mean like he didn't say that the biscuits were bad i mean <laughs> some people have the brain capacity of cheddar bay biscuit he, he just he, he like to say someone is the dumbest member of the senate is one thing but to say that someone's like genuinely dumb like you would be dumb even compared to the average person at red lobster that's that's his kind of dumb this is the the, the measuring point you know yeah what like there are applebee's is that <laughs> or somehow less i don't know i mean he would also be the dumbest person there and and I just want to make it clear we're talking specifically sit down chain restaurants <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about here not panera bread or any of these yeah. other like casual dining we're talking about sitting down getting apps from a waiter or waitress that's the brain level if you look there's <laughs> there's 100 senators really stupid we're talking here. <laughs> stupid. there's 100 senators i defy anyone to argue that that he isn't the dumbest of those hundred he's, he's, he's definitely i would say i don't know if he's dumb but I would imagine that he is not interested in uh, doing a good job. I firmly believe that he would still fall for a got your nose. But, <laughs> you know, I just want to say something. Ah, Tommy Tuberville. I have to always <laughs> tell everyone my name. I find my, myself will forget that I think there's two things we need to worry about in this country. Out of control wokeness. And my uncle who took my nose <laughs> yes. five years ago yesterday. I'm gonna get you and get my nose back. I I firmly believe that he, like a dog, has sometimes difficulty with object permanence. That like he <laughs> you walk out of a room and you not exist anymore. Right. That if you put a cookie under a napkin and then momentarily distracted him. He would turn his head back to the table and demand that you make the cookie reappear. You know, I mean, he. Yeah. That's, I think he's dumb. I think he's like just straight up dumb. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, I was good. I was just trying to be nice and say, like, he's not cure, intellectually curious. Maybe that's a nice way of saying criminally stupid. No, I think if you. I'm this guy at a. He's not on <laughs> the tank at the Red Lobster. I think. If like he would, yeah. I mean, he's just I I legitimately Golden believe. Golden stupid. I Golden Yeah, Shoney's. <laughs> he would be the kind of guy that goes to Golden Corral and fills up on bread like that. 
That's how dumb he is. He could, yes. <laughs> he could not outsmart the buffet layout at a golden crowd. They he would a third of the way down the buffet, he'd have loaded up his plate. The steak is like six plates ahead of him. It's filled with a fucking pudding and breadsticks. And that's all he's getting. Oh, God, and- like, yes. Another idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we say in business. Tuber yep. bills. So ever actually eaten a steak at Home Corral. Because they, right. they can't. They do not have the intelligence to understand. Not to load up on the cheap shit in the beginning. Quart of French dressing on his iceberg lettuce, and he's like in the bathroom, you know, like for half the time they're there. And yeah, I mean, he's, and and his and he wants to save room for dessert, so he like foregoes the chicken or steak, and yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and he, yeah, he eats his bread and pudding cup. That's it. Yeah, I think it's like thirty cents of lettuce. Like maybe a, a fifty cents worth of bread, and then a, a, I was like, you know, keeps us in business. Tommy Tuberville, just him. He's so <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> no, he actually did the reverse. He's eating so much bread. <laughs> they're like, we're fucked financially. Right, right. <laughs> he cracked the code. <laughs> he gumped us. He gumped. He gumped. Yeah, Tommy. They originally were gonna call for the movie for Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> They're gonna call fact, it a little known fact. Tommy Tump. Tommy, Tommy Tuberville's like, you know, I did do a tour in as a ping pong champion. <laughs> and I just want to say, I love and miss Jenny. Life is like a golden corral. Life is like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, anyway. He, he okay, so he realized, like, oh, I'm upholding all these votes. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> and he's like, whoopsie, whoopsie. Oh, he's you voted a- for me, dumbasses. You know, we'll move on, but I just want to say one thing. And I, I, I can't stand these people that, like, try to scold you. I'm sorry, but you you vote for these yeah. type of people. Now, listen, if it's like a Bobert thing where it's like a 500-vote difference. Sure. But if it's like you vote, I don't know what the percentage was, Tommy Tuberville versus Doug Jones. I would imagine that Tommy Tuberville probably beat him very I'd, well. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm going to say there's like an 8% at least. I'm, Actually, I'm, yeah. right now. I'm confident that Tommy Tuberville couldn't express that number as a percentage or a fraction or any other type of math. Um, I Yeah, I but like, look, you vote for a Bobert. I get it. She's pretty. She shoots the guns or whatever. You vote for a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Sure. Maybe you're a crazed conspiracy theorist. Who's fucking voting for Tommy Tuberville? Well, 60% of the vote voted for Tommy Tuberville versus 39%. He won 1,392,076 votes to Doug Jones, 920,478. How many people? Write-ins for 308... There was 3,891 write-ins for fudge. <laughs> fudge rounds. Fudge, fudge rounds. Um, yeah, I mean, like, but seriously, like, what percentage of Alabamians wear shoes regularly? You know, I mean, like, that's... What, what you know, how many... Right, if, uh, 
If they counted teeth, Doug Jones yeah. won, won the election. How many dentists per capita are in are in Alabama? I, I'm not are even gonna like get into that. Point being though is I can't stand when people try to like scold you for like pointing out like you keep voting for shitheads, right? And this is what you get. And I'm sorry, it's hard for me to have like 100% sympathy for you. And I'll get these people like, you can't say that. There's people there. I'm like, yes, I'm well aware that there's a portion of yeah, I get it. Yeah, we're not psychotic uh, cousin fuckers or whatever. Yeah, right. But you know, the reality is that like you got you're not helping the situation here when you say that. You know, like when you're trying to scold me for like making like a joke or pointing out a very honest fact that these people vote for shitheads because their churches tell them to they vote against their economic interests all the fucking time yeah because the media they watch tells them to like that uh the other opponent is trying to like turn your kid gay or turn your kid trans like i'm sorry like i have no sympathy for you because you refuse to learn i'm not going to be scolded for fucking saying that okay right you got me. I'm wrong for saying that. Okay, are you gonna get mad at the idiots though? They keep voting for schmucks like Tommy Tuberville, no, or, no, no. or any? No, you're not. It, like, yeah, you won the moral argument. I'm an asshole for pointing out that these people are fucking idiots for voting for scumbags. Yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah. Well, someone's got to say it. I mean, is there a better, more tactful way to say? It? Yeah. Well, how about you focus your energy? on the people who vote for shitheads yeah well try to convince them and maybe instead of scolding me or anyone else that may make a joke take your energy and try to communicate with those people who think that like the world's only six thousand years old right yeah and that crt is the biggest plague on the country yeah we'll have a conversation with them and try to tell them that maybe they shouldn't vote for the the bog monster well yeah i i um yeah no that's true i mean it, it, it's and just i can't stand that anytime i anytime i see one of, if i make like a little joke or whatever and then i see one of those things i'm like i don't even talk to them i'm like i'm not engaged. yeah i i get that like i just i feel like I, they're working in bad faith anyway i don't know i mean like like i just don't see a, a super viable alternative other than to call it like you say it um i know that like it's hyperbole i i i don't think it's hyperbole to say that tommy tuberville's dumb i think the guy's dumb as a stick um but like i get like like the jokes about you know like you know marrying pigs or whatever um i get that that's kind of hyperbole and like uh well i mean no but like how is it wrong to call these people out for voting for shitty people yeah well go ahead have a conversation with them about like why it's wrong to vote for the person that's literally trying to take away your social security. I think it'd be different if they were like not also trying to tell me how to live. You know what I mean? Like well, that's what I mean. Like you can't really have a reasonable conversation with people like this. So these schmucks get try to who you would think would be your political like ally, then right. are like, how dare you do that? You're a piece of shit. And I'm like, are you mm. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree. These jokes, and maybe I need some levity to make up for the fact that there's a good portion of this country that would literally vote for an atom bomb for president. Oh yeah, they were told that like there's a trans demon <laughs> trying to play sports in your kid's school. Yeah. 
Like I said today, like half jokingly well, that good what that Utah would vote for an AR-15 in Temple garments. That's going to be yeah. the next senator. Like yeah, I mean, like Mitt Romney's retiring. What do you think they're just going to vote for the clone of Mike Lee? Yeah, it'll be worse. Mitt Romney will seem like not that bad. Someone was like, "Where did they, Mitt, the name Mitt come from?" Because like, what's his full name? It's like Willard. Yeah, I said uh, Mitt is the nickname for Mithew. <laughs> name's Mithew. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, like, I mean, the Trump thing is always like a weird phenomenon, just because he was like a celebrity. And I yeah, get it. That's it, that's an I anomaly. Get, I get that, and I could see how like politically ambivalent people would fall for that bullshit. Sure. Now, that's the, I, that's 2016. 2024, uh, we have to have a conversation. I think you're a fucking yeah. idiot. Like, yeah. I thought you were an idiot back then, but now I especially think there's something wrong with your brain. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're voting for Biden. I'm like, yeah, well, I have to vote for him because you're an idiot who's going to vote for him. So I'm a bog yeah. monster. And I have to vote for the guy who's not a bog monster. Like, yeah. like I'm sorry. Like, that's how, that's the situation we're in. You keep voting for bog monsters and bombs and other, you know, you, you literally voted for the spiked COVID protein for your co- local congressman. I mean, yeah. <laughs> congressman spiked protein, COVID protein. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. So we got, we have three um, kind of minor things to, to take us out of here. We have, uh, the first one is Fox. Fox News got sued again uh, yesterday by the city. I can't, actually, I don't know if it's the city or the state of New York, but the state of New York or the city of New York had a bunch of money in their pension fund was in Fox News, which is weird. It's weird. I mean, I wonder well, if it's just like one of those mixed things where like, you know, when you have 401k. Yeah, is like in a puree of stocks. It's not like in one. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm wondering if it. But this one's odd because clearly a large portion's in it. Well, and in, it affected the pension. In theory, that's that should be good if, uh, because I I am in the Florida retirement system and uh I got to choose a mix. You know, you get different packages or whatever. Um and uh. But in theory, you hand that over to an investment, like a pro, and then they just do it. They don't they don't look at politics. You don't want in a perfect world your investment people uh only basing it on politics. You want them basing it on what's gonna get you a lot of money. So New York sued Fox Corp because I guess a decent amount of money was in Fox Corporation stock, which plummeted as a result of those election, uh, false election news lawsuits. Which they um, still kind of spread still. In yeah. So I think it will be, um, it's just kind of funny to see these lawsuits. Like this, this is a pretty late in the game lawsuit, but I'll bet you there's more coming down, especially if, if New York wins. Mm, I'll bet you. Well, this any... one's not New York, right? This one's in, you said Oregon or something? No, this one was New York. It was... Um, and like I said, I can't remember if it's the city or state, uh, but they sued. Let's see, where is it? I think it was the uh, city. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, Fox is actually located in New York City, too, which they don't want their viewers to know that or or their viewers are too fucking stupid to realize that. 
that the Foxes recorded and filmed in New York City. Yeah, it was New York City. You're right. Breaking news, New York City pension fund sues Fox, saying it's broadcasting falsehoods about the 2020 election, neglected shareholders by risking lawsuits. I think the win. You can't like you can't do that. If if I that's why like Elon Musk had to like chill out after smoking dope on TV. Investors are like, wait a minute, this I love that that's the thing they cared about with I that jackass. Yeah. Well, this like was, all the, uh, you know, having Himmler 4679 back on Twitter, you know? This uh, was before okay. this, speech, but this was before it. any of that happened. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was before all that happened. Honestly, prior to that, I think at that point, Elon Musk, to me at least, seemed like a pretty okay guy, he, if I remember that's right. That's where he peaked. Yeah. All downhill from the smoking pot thing. Right. It really yeah, was. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I I remember that. And um, I mean, that thing that still posts to him calling that guy a pedo, the guy who saved the kids. And I think uh, you're right. But yeah, it was around that area. Anyway, yeah. um, all right. So the next one was this Aaron Rodgers story. If you you, you yeah, sent me this. Funny things about Aaron Rodgers. One being, so Aaron Rodgers, I guess, is out for the season. Wasn't this going to be probably potentially his last year anyway? I mean, he's not, he's no spring chicken anymore. No, right? he's like 34, 35 years old. Someone made a joke and said, no, no, I think he's older than that, but he's not, he's fairly young though, but he's old. I think he's old. Someone said though, why does he look like a 50 year old? <laughs> you see what he looks like. He looks a lot older than yeah. mid thirties. Yeah. I, um, he but, looks like uh, a weirdo survivalist. Well, he's, uh, I mean, during the COVID, he lied and claimed, he yes. lied about getting vaccinated. He, he, and, he just doubled down on it, and he's just some weird anti-vaxxer. He's married to like that Shiley Woolley, or whatever her name is. I think she's another fucking yes, girl. yeah, for like actresses and shit. Is he still married to her? I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, but yes. Um, I mean, he's from like either he's from there or he lived there in Chico because I think oh, he geez. yeah I think he played for Chico State. I don't know or something. And Chico was just riddled with anti-vaxxers. I mean, I lived there. I mean, I thank God I didn't live there when, like, all these things were, like, really brewing back then. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even imagine living there during the pandemic. Like, there were so many, like, crunchy anti-vaxxers there. But uh, he broke his ankle. Yep. And I remember people were like, oh, is he going to use ivermectin to... Oh, he is, he is 39 years old. Okay, so he's not that young, but and and he uh and like you're he, right, he was born in Chico. Yeah. So he I want to take it back, not everybody there's an anti-vaccine. I do know yeah. some people, but I there's a good amount. Yeah. There's a good amount of them. Uh now I don't know, people do change. Sure. Some you know, COVID could have been the great flip. People who were then became, and then people who were never anti-vaxxers all of a sudden became yeah. anti-vaxxers, you know, to, to the top, you know. So he, yeah, he's out for the season. And uh, like I said, people were making jokes. I was going to use ivervectin to yeah, help his Achilles yeah. heal, yeah. his Achilles tendon. Uh, but he's out for the season. I guess a bar in Wisconsin or yeah. whatever. Because he used to play for Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay, Wisconsin. So the Jets, which is the team Aaron Rodgers won, I guess the owner said if the Wisconsin wins, the all the drinks are on the house or something like that. No, and, every every game the Jets lose, 
you drink free during the game. Yeah. So then Aaron Rodgers in the beginning of the game, I guess, busted his Achilles. Yes. And everyone started, they're like, oh yeah, Jets are gonna fucking lose now. Right, because they were playing the Bills, which yeah. are a good team. So they ordered tons and tons of drinks. And then that's not what happened. The Jets right. actually won. And then the bar was like, All right, guys. <laughs> you gotta pay okay. up. Now, I don't know if anybody tried dashing. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. That's all. It's, it's just yeah, funny. it's real funny. Um, it's almost so, like kind of devious on the bar's part too for doing that. I I, yeah, I I would be. I'm a, a lot of states have laws against that. Now maybe that's well, not that the case is gambling. Now. Well, it's also like like it used to be that you could have like you drink all night for free, and then like a bunch of people got killed and stuff uh in car wrecks and lawsuits you know it it creates like uh an attractive nuisance like if you let someone drink for free for three and a half hours and then they get in the car Not everyone's gonna be wasted but a good amount of them are gonna take advantage of it yeah i mean and you don't have to be look you don't have to take a great deal of advantage i i used to go watch football games with my dad at this bowling alley in florida and i would easily knock back four or five beers during a football game that's like you shouldn't drive after that my dad never never uh drank you know alcohol he drank like a soda or whatever so he yeah. would drive us home but like there's no way i'd be in any shape and i wasn't like pounding beers like they were free i was just having some beers watching the game yeah. uh so anyway um it's still but, kind of funny that, it is but again I, I don't know the exact results to all that in the end i, I didn't see like no, i'd like to see follow that, up yeah. but I'm sure some people had a good laugh and some people were like mortified. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking wasted. They were like, what? Right, right. I don't have any money, man. I was going to get one here. And then you said it was free because the Jets were going to fucking lose, obviously. Yeah, that is funny. It's kind of funny because it, it actually is kind of funny against Aaron Rodgers because it's kind of like saying like, oh, well, feel better, buddy. We'll be all right without you. Yeah, never needed you. Go, All right, uh, the, go rub some pre-mulch on that or something. Maybe they'll make it better. Essential oils. Go rub some essential oils on there. All right, so the last one, we both saw this kind Speaking of independently. Of bullshit. Here we yeah. Go. Well, this, this, this one. Oh, she what? Well, it was originally a TikTok video, and she was going on and on about how <laughs> eyeglasses were a government scam and that nobody needed glasses. And if you subscribe to her educational program, I think it was like $12, she would teach you the secrets of how to cure your eye problems without uh, eyeglasses or surgery or LASIK or anything. I just don't know how that is like. This is so insane. Well, the person who originally posted that went and paid the $12 to take the course. It's Mallory. This is Mallory. It says, I paid $11 for this vision healing mask. Okay, 11, yeah. This is my Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into the long detail, but she plays all of it. And she said it's all bullshit anyway. It's yeah. like a gives a, it was clearly a full-on scam. But Samantha has clarified that we will not be learning how the eyes work, but did direct us to an Andrew Huberman YouTube video. Also, apparently, these medical reasons are not root causes, only diagnosis. Somebody, oh, 
plot choice. Now we can change our eye color. I look forward yeah. to blue eyed skeptic. <laughs> well, there, there's one person that asked, oh, like, I got to find the tweet. It's really funny. Well, while you're looking at that, uh, the, the end result was that it was all essentially like an infomercial for this essential oil product. And that, that was what she was selling in this, this thing. You don't need glasses. You just need to let go of the belief that you can't see. Right. Tell that. To, um, what's that old man that was, was like blind? He was a cartoon. Magoo. Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Tell that to Mr. Magoo. One, one of the slides was like, choose to see. Like that was the slide. Like you should choose to see. So, and then uh, the well, one thing that was sad is the person kind of like said, this is where it stops being funny. Uh, she had a couple slides on what to do if your kids needed glasses, how to get them to stop using relying on glasses. Um, and that sucks because like kids, if you make a kid like rub essential oils on their eyelids instead of like giving them glasses. Yeah, that's just, these people are child abusers. Yeah, so. that is. That is. Okay, so this is actually what I've been waiting for. Samantha is a at doTERRA essential oils rep. I knew she wouldn't be able to resist including it. Hey, doTERRA, can you reps claim your oils can heal vision? Mm. Now she's going off on fluoride. Yeah, this is where it gets, <laughs> gets not funny for me. Wouldn't it be a wellness influencer mass class without a product pitch? Mm. That's awful. The entire class has turned into a doTERRA sales pitch. This is supposed to be a mass class on healing vision. Okay, this just got fucked up. Hey, doTERRA, can your reps be making these claims? Do not put essential oils in your eyes. Yeah, right? There's one where she, someone asked her a question, and I'm trying to, oh, presentation's over, and we're starting a Q&A. She also just reminded everyone she's not an expert in eye health. <laughs> uh, you just waste your time watching this. Of course, she's going off on anti-sunglasses rant, saying that wearing them makes us sunburn more <laughs> just say that sunglasses are probably the best thing you could wear especially yeah thing you could get like spots in your eyes There's a they're lot pretty useful yeah i'm sure that like you would your need for cataract surgery will go way up glaucoma or whatever yeah. eye issues you might have when you're older probably sure. go way up if you're not wearing sunglasses or any type of eye protection <laughs> of course she's yeah okay Another doTERRA pitch. Someone just asked, oh, here we go. This is the best one. Someone just asked about putting saliva in your eyes before <laughs> sun gazing. And Samantha replied, I don't know, but try it out. And she's <laughs> like melting emoji, like that emoji that's like kind of melting. nice. Yeah. So she said she's not a pharma doctor or a vision expert, but in the QA, she gives medical advice. Obviously, doTERRA essential oils. Mm. Okay. So I mean, like, this is, like, getting comically ridiculous now. Yeah, that's, and I mean, I, I don't glasses. even believe she's what year a... Do I, we, let's look up real quick before we wrap this up. Well, Benjamin Franklin had them, Here so. were eyeglasses invented? I'm going to say 1700s, uh, nope. 1600s. Nope. Generally accepted that the intervention of glasses understood as the first pair of corrective spectacles oh, wow. was created in Italy sometime between 1268 and 1300. Yeah. You can show like uh, Inuits and everything using those like slits that would right. be, I guess, from the sun. Uh, those are like old type of sunglasses. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it goes back like to most of the Middle Ages. 
Like that's how old like sunglasses are. And it probably even goes back even further than that. Yeah. So the idea, these people are, it's like, you gotta be the real Tommy Tuberville voter. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a real, a real patron of red lobster. Yeah. It is kind of bullshit, you know, no offense to red lobster. No. Your cheddar bay biscuits. Unparalleled. Unparalleled. To, <laughs> you know, they used to talk about how great the Olive Garden breadsticks were, but the, I don't know if it was nostalgia and I just thought they were good when I was little, or did they are just not as good as they used to be? I they're hit or miss. Are, I haven't been. Well, they I haven't they, been. They give them to you and they're hot. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they are. You could be eating literally like paper. It doesn't matter. It tastes True. fine. But this woman uh, pushing this grift should be arrested. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is like public endangerment. I'm yeah. sorry. This is so fucking stupid. They're, like, she should be investigated for something. Yeah. For something. This is, a, this is a fucking crime. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we go. This is like the first... I guess this is her first tweet originally. I guess it's only a matter of time before the anti-glasses grift became a thing. And this community is so hell-bent on having contrarian opinion on every incredible scientific invention. Yeah. I just assume that the corrective glasses, <laughs> whatever, uh, that this has been a confirmed and well-accepted. Yeah. No one, no one thinks glasses are harmful. I mean, aside from this one, but no, that's not a We're thing. getting glass in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> like, not glasses, but glass. Sorry. Maybe that's it. Maybe she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying that putting glass in your eyes are bad. Yeah. Not <laughs> wearing glasses, that's dumb. What are you, you silly <laughs> Right? Yeah. I was talking about putting glass in your eyes. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Maybe well, let's see how that holds up in court. We'll see how Yeah. Oh, wow. Dumbass factory. Uh, speaking of the, this is the very last thing. Yeah, yeah. Florida getting, I guess, investigated. OCR. Yeah. The uh, uh, I talked about. I, I don't think I caused it or anything, but uh, I had said about Florida and Oklahoma that any parent that gets stuck with Prager U education should file an OCR complaint. You know, it goes against their conscience. I I was speaking more about teachers being forced to teach it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, in Florida at New College, which used to be a great, great college and was taken over by Ron DeSantis. Well, that Chris Rufo guy? Yeah. Um, Rufo got hit with an OCR complaint, and the guy tweeted about it. He's, like, tweeting evidence against himself. I don't think these guys know what an OCR complaint is or how it okay. works. They're tough. I mean, they're, it's nothing you want to run afoul of. That's, like, I mean, it's just, like, I a mean, shitty thing. I think thing. a guy like Rufo is a straight up grifter doesn't give a shit if he ends up like losing this job or any kind he'll just you know he'll start like a essential oils thing or yeah well if there's a finding that he violated someone's civil rights uh then that person will likely follow that up with a private lawsuit with like a civil lawsuit and then he uh, might I guess start he'll to definitely care. care about that he might he might care about that but yeah you're right i mean the ocr complaint itself he probably thinks is a joke but i don't think he's thought all that through so yeah. yeah. Good. Whatever. I'm so glad. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, to my uh, local Red Lobster. And <laughs> uh, the one thing I like to do when I go there is I sit in the lobster tank. Yes. Yes. That's very popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to do that. Uh, everyone does that because we all are very dumb when we do it. <laughs> in the air there you go yeah all right right. well on that note i'm rob israel i'm joseph k you still going on about that thank you for listening to you still going on about that um please like comment share and if you haven't done already please follow us on instagram ysgo facebook ysgo and twitter ysgo thank you and have a great day